Are you ready for some football? Stay tuned. Plymouth Rocky football coming up next. Here's a tip from Oliver Ford Lincoln. You'll look great pulling up to the next Plymouth Pilgrims game, whether it be varsity football, basketball, or tennis. The friendly folks at Oliver Ford Lincoln have the pre-owned vehicle that you've been looking for. We've got cream puffs, pampered and polished. Also, one owner executive vehicles driven by the boss of the firm. We call that a brass hat. Plus, you'll get a cash offer and we'll buy your used car outright. For a great pre-owned vehicle at a great price, now is the time to see Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth. Are you in pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board-certified and fellowship-trained surgeons Dr. Lisa Ronback and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525, and come to expect the best. We're with Plymouth uh, Athletic Director Michael Depp. I was about to call you head coach of something. I can't. No, I don't know why. <laughs> but, uh, Michael, with us, we're going to talk about some of the other stuff going on. Let's just start with it. You're on your way right now to, uh, I believe, NLC Tennis, and that uh, the tournament is this weekend. The final at Northwood, I believe, on Saturday. Uh, actually, things some things got changed around. Uh... In order to host during the week, you must be able to have uh, 10 lighted courts. And so Warsaw has brand new, beautiful courts, but they uh, unfortunately didn't get their lights up quite yet. And so it was supposed to be at Warsaw Wednesday and Thursday and then at Northwood on Saturday, but we just flip-flopped that. So at this point, we're at Northwood today, or Wednesday and Thursday, we will be at Warsaw on Saturday morning, so... Has it been, you know, one of those overpowering seasons for tennis as they as they've had in the past? But it's been a really solid season for those guys. Yeah, I mean, we we still maintain a pretty tough schedule. We we invite, we go down to Kokomo early on. We go to a tournament in Lafayette. We we um, we host a tournament where we have Munster and Fort Wayne Carroll and Leo Perennial top twenty teams. So. Uh, we don't do ourselves a favor when we have a young team or, or a team that's, you know, trying to, to kind of work back in it. But um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, from our our standards that maybe we've been through the, you know, been there and done that kind of stuff, it, it may not look like it on the record. But, yeah, we, we've had, had some good wins. We've had some uh, – we finished in the tie for third going into the tournament. Um, you know, we have three teams that made it into the front draw of the bracket last night. And uh, so, you know, we're going to hopefully finish in the top half of the conference. And, and uh, you know, that's, that's a step in the right direction this year. So, Well, you put it right. The tennis team of Plymouth doesn't have a whole lot of confidence builders on their schedule. Um, and especially even now, I mean, I know uh, back in the old days, even when you go unbeaten or whatever during the year, the NLC tournament and teams in the NLC are always really good. Yeah, we, we, I mean, Goshen this year is a top 20 team again uh, from last year, and they're, I think, maybe one or two seniors. Northridge is right there in the top 25, 30 or so. So, um, you know, it's, it's uh, I won't say a revolving door, but between Concord, Warsaw, Northridge, 
Goshen and us, you know, over the last few years, Northwood a couple of years ago actually won the conference. Um, and, and so we, uh, um, anyways, we, 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 uh, find ourselves usually, um, in a battle every single time. And, and that's, what's fun about our tournament. We play everybody in the round Robin and, uh, then we play everybody in the tournament and, uh, it's just a unique setup. I don't know that all the other tournaments do that or conferences do that, but, uh, you know, we've, we've had a, a, uh, a lot of success in, in, in that. And it's a, it's a fun week for sure. Golf is winding down. Uh, I know, uh, well, once again, you talk about competition, um, that's sectional. I mean, see uh, the Academy and Warsaw and North Ridge, everybody else that are in our sectional. That's uh, once again, that is a tough, tough schedule for them. Yeah. I mean, they had such a great year and to win our first conference in 15 plus years and, uh, you know, to kind of get it done one weekend and then turn around six days later and have to do battle against some of the same teams. And Tippy Valley had got us a couple times by a stroke or two. They had a, an amazing season down there. And, and the academy seemed like we missed playing them on Monday because of rain out. Um, but, you know, they were kind of, uh, I'm not saying under the radar, but we just didn't realize how good they were. So they they played lights out on, on last Friday and then, then it was down to kind of two spots for four or five teams. And, you know, we came up four, four strokes short and, uh, that's, uh, you know, that's maybe one or two swings and in a golf tournament. So out of five people, so, uh, it, it, uh, was that close and I know the girls were disappointed and, and, uh, uh, but they have nothing to hang their heads about. They had a great season and, uh, Madeline Borden actually, qualified and shot well enough to be one of the top three lowest non-team competing uh individuals so i mean she's going over to east noble uh tomorrow friday which will be friday when everybody's listening to it and and we'll be competing the regional as an individual now so best of luck to her that's a good story too because nobody saw her coming she just had a great day that's what was kind of unique about our team usually you find some level of what I would say consistency. You know, this this player is going to shoot this nut, this player is going to shoot in this range, and and uh, what what we had was the whole. I mean, even down to six or seven players that could shoot anywhere from you know maybe a mid nineties kind of score on a tough day to down to a you know a, a low eighties uh, type score, and so we we did. We had a lot of. Uh, girls step up at different times throughout the year and Madeline had a good day on, on, uh, last Friday. And so, uh, she, she gets to go play on, and as an underclassman, that's valuable experience for sure. Yeah, it is. Um, cross country. Once again, I, they have kind of an interesting setup. They run like conference meets at different times. They've got what, one more left. They do not this weekend, but the following they'll be, uh, at Oxbow and, and, Again, that schedule changed two years ago, Rusty, where they got rid of their dual meets. Um, the coaches, I want to say two, maybe three now. Uh, when we had our last, every five years, we review the bylaws for each sport within our conference. And they just decided they wanted to go to more of a uh, three-day three kind of approach. The first two days are considered duels against each other. So, 
even though everybody runs together, effectively you're running against each team and they do a individual team by team score against each other. So you end up with a record of whatever, and there'll be seven, 14, you know, basically dual match scores there. But then we're through that part of the season. And now when they go back to Oxbow a week from Saturday, they will, they will be com- uh, competing in what they call the invitational or kind of the tournament format of, of that. So then they'll score it all together and, and do that kind of scoring uh, with this tournament. So, what else you got coming up? I mean, uh, tournaments are coming up. Everything's coming up. And it, football might be the only thing that's got uh, about half the season left. Yeah, I mean, we, we um, got our second home game, obviously, tonight. Or, you know, when our listeners are there with Northwood homecoming. And, and uh, we do have a, a home uh, heavy, I guess, back end, if you will. We're down to three weeks, I guess, after after Friday night. So, um, but they are the ones that kind of lag behind everything else. Volleyball a little bit. Volleyball still got two to three weeks to go before tournament time. Uh, next week we'll have our uh, breast cancer awareness um, uh, pink night, if you will, on Monday night when we play John Glenn at all three levels. And uh, so that'll be a good one. And then a week from Thursday, I think, will be senior night. So, you know, the girls are definitely wrapping up and, and winding down um, their season there. Um, and then boys and girls soccer, girls soccer has their senior night tonight. I think their last home matches will be a week from Thursday. So, um, you know, there'll be actually both Culver. I think Culver Academy comes plays our girls, our boys play Wawasee. So that's one night where we have both teams playing on the home field, uh, at the same time. And we do kind of a crossover thing. So that'll be exciting here in a couple of weeks. So, um, you know, just some tough tough conference games coming up for a lot of those a lot of those teams uh, boys tennis will actually start sectional next week the draw will be on Monday and that'll be over at Bremen and Bremen's got a little stronghold on the sectional uh, trophy here the last few years and uh, we lost a 3-2 match to them earlier in the year so um, you know we we've actually lost to Glenn the last two two years so we'll, we'll see we will play Wednesday night and the championship will be Thursday night, uh, weather pending, only because Lavelle, uh, I guess, isn't fielding a team this year. So our five-field team is down to four, um, and so they're going to play the semifinals on Wednesday and the finals on Thursday is what the plan is. So I probably even sh- shouldn't even mention this, but the weather has been so good, you haven't had to mess with that nearly as much as you might have in another year. Yeah, we've we've been pretty blessed. Um, you know, I had a little weather. <laughs> you know, you play meteorologist at time time as an athletic director, and we had one the other night, Tuesday night, where at two o'clock. I mean, and I wasn't the only athletic director looking at it, but Concord was supposed to come down, and we were looking at Futurecast. It was already storming up there. Um, it just Futurecast. The radar showed storms for three hours from five thirty to eight thirty, like pretty intense storms, honestly, and. And so we were just like, you know, it's it's not worth having Concord Drive all the way down and sit here and wait and let's just, you know, reschedule for tomorrow. And then <laughs> it was beautiful, you know. I mean, it literally, you know, it's a matter of an hour, the whole thing changed. And it's like, hey, you guys must not have any idea what to do there. And, and so I I don't know. I guess uh, it's you, you, you do what you can to try to keep people safe but also play games. And like you said, we have been blessed this fall with, with very little having to deal with makeups and rainouts and things like that. So, 
I, I should say too. I mean, you got a lot, a lot of responsibilities in that situation. A lot of people will be sitting around. It's raining. It's why aren't we playing? But if there is any lightning whatsoever, you absolutely yeah. cannot have anybody out there. You just can't. I mean, they, the rule is within ten miles, and then you got to wait thirty minutes after the lightning strike and within ten miles. And like you said, everybody kind of gets bent out of shape if they can't see it or if it doesn't look that bad. But, you know, I, I guess you want to have a little bit of a scare, go on YouTube and watch some of the lightning strikes at sporting events or something like that and watch how people are probably grateful. You, you just don't want that one time when people yeah. are in an area where they shouldn't be. And, and uh, so we we do our best to, you know, try to, try to abide by all that and, and keep everybody – not just players and officials, but parents, fans, everybody who's out there safe. So, Yeah, I know uh, I had a peer uh, baseball coach uh, in Indiana who uh, there was no weather, and he had the horrible tragedy of one of his kids getting hit. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. It, it is not so – not only do you not want to see it, but you don't want to have to deal with the aftermath of that, thinking that was your fault. So, right. you know, I – I uh, commend you guys for holding solid on that. You just have to, yeah. Is it one of those things that we're not going to bend on? And and uh, and I get I get why people, especially if it's you know just a few minutes left in the game or whatever. But but uh, you're not going to trade in five minutes, uh, you know, for someone's life or yeah. someone's uh, the rest of their dealing with uh, an injury that could have been prevented. So. Well, let's leave the dire stuff and just get back. Good, uh, big game tonight with Northwood, and um, you know that that would really be something if they can get into the win column. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, as as you watch from week to week, you do see some good things happening, and and I know that's um, for those that are listening that are you know wanting to see W's and things like that. They're just they're just are, and kids are getting more confident. Some of those sophomores and juniors that are coming in without very little experience are, um, you know, just making strides in the right direction. So, um, and, and watching Mishawaka last week and putting that last drive together that they put, um, you know, I, I even go back to, we were, I think first and five or maybe second and five. And then we got the holding penalty that bounced. Yeah. And I was kind of disheartened by that. I was like, come on, you know, like it was a little <laughs> bit of break. We don't need, any extra but you know they stuck it right back in there and and got it done anyways and finished off a drive to you know just leave the game feeling a little bit like you know we can't do this because there were a few other sustained drives in there that either penalties or just you know a drop pass or a bad decision just kind of stalled the drive out and uh i think what you see from the football team right now is just um there is growth there is successes it just doesn't quite come out in the win column and and gosh darn it, like, there's a lot of teams that would have our schedule that, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, are, even if they are, you know, really, really good, they may come out of it, oh, and whatever. So, I mean, it's not like we've had a schedule that, you know, you had anybody in there that, uh, I mean, Wallace, yeah, we both were in it, and we were in a similar category. But uh, the other five, I mean, you, you're talking about top ten quality teams that expect to go deep in the tournament. So, um you know, we're, we're not going to make excuses. We're going to keep getting better and, and uh, love what the staff has done and basically making guys go one side of the ball so they can maybe really work on staying fresh and staying um, 
you know, being able to coach them when they come off and, right. and do that. So, um, you know, a lot of good things are happening there. Uh, the freshman team got a win last week against Wawasee. They're heading up to Mishawaka tonight. So, um, you know, they, there's junior high has some success going on. And, and uh, so the, it's coming. It really is. And, and that doesn't mean we're giving up on this season because the seniors deserve everything we got. And uh, they're putting in their time. And, and so, um, you know, we're going to hopefully play just as tough as we did last week and maybe get into the game a little earlier, put one in the end zone, maybe get a big turnover early on and, and give the homecoming crowd, a, a you know, some life and, and some energy. And let's see what the the rock pile can do for these young guys and, and trying to get them into, into a ball game. So, yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day when I was working on the preview story, I think other than Wawasee, the other five teams that we played at the time we played them were unbeaten top 10 teams. So, yep. you know, that's, uh, that's rough no matter who you are. <laughs> no, it's, it's absolutely. So it's, uh, I think someone said on Harold, John Harold website, we had the 22nd ranked, uh, toughest schedule in the entire state out of 400 teams. And, yeah. and we definitely have felt the front end of that for sure. And, <laughs> I mean, just take a Northridge for that example, and we'll see them in a couple of weeks. Um, you know, last year they were 500 in our conference on the season. They go down to the state finals, right? Yeah, and they exactly. got they got beat by Northwood the other night by uh, Mercy Rule, I think. I mean, they were up, four, lost 42 to seven, maybe or something like that. And and I guarantee you that Ridge team is is still thinking, you know, we got enough to make a run, and and. Uh, you know, that's just the level of competition you see night in and night out at the at the conference level. So, Man, I want to thank you for joining me again today. I know you're busy. Um, so uh, I guess uh, good luck this weekend. Be safe on the road, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Rusty. Plymouth AD Mike Delp, and stay tuned. We'll be right back. Not only is he an internationally known radio star on WTCA, Uncle Doug also gives the best haircut in town. If you want to take advantage of that amazing skill, you can visit Uncle Doug's Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 5, Wednesday 1 to 5, and Saturday 8 to noon, right across the street from the fire department. Call for an appointment at 574-941-2282. Have your hair cut by a celebrity, Uncle Doug. McCullough Real Estate is a family-owned and operated real estate office in Plymouth since 1978. Whether you're looking to buy your forever home or selling residential or commercial property, McCullough Real Estate is the real estate company for you. McCullough Real Estate offers professional and courteous service and can handle all of your real estate needs. McCullough Real Estate is located at 1509 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth or can be reached by calling 936-9797. That's McCullough Real Estate, 936-9797. The Floor Store More in downtown Plymouth offers the area's largest selection of floor covering as well as 35 years of experience. Whatever type of floor covering you are looking for, make sure to stop in and see Rocky at the Floor Store More at 116 North Michigan Street in downtown Plymouth, giving you professional and courteous service. Let's take a look at our schedule for Friday night, starting with the Northern Indiana Conference. Jimtown leads the North-South Division. They have a record at 2-0. and zero. Glenn, Bremen, Riley, and Washington right behind at 1-1. One and one. 
And Bremen will face off with Glenn at 7 p.m., that game in Walkerton. Let's move to the Hoosier North Conference, where Laville and North Judson are both tied atop that conference at 4-0. Triton is at 2-1. Culver still looking for their first win in the HNAC at 0-3. And they'll have a chance to pick up that win this week as Winnemac comes to Culver. That's a 7 p.m. start. Triton has her hands full. Pioneer comes to Bourbon. That start also at 7 o'clock. LaVille is at Knox in what is a really good battle. That starts at 7.30. It is at Knox. And Culver Academy is at North Judson. 7.30 start there. Let's move to the Northern Lakes Conference. And Mishawaka and Northwood both undefeated at the top of that. Standings in the Northern Lakes. They are also undefeated on the year. Warsaw right behind at 2-1 and one in the conference and 4-1 and one overall. And tonight's schedule has Goshen at Concord. Mishawaka is at Warsaw. Wallace is at Northridge. And Northwood is at Plymouth. All of those 7 o'clock starts. So look at our schedule for this week. Stay tuned. we got more coming up. Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible, and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialist Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured. Equal housing lender. It's time for the Coca-Cola Coaches Show, and joining us, Adam Hanley, head coach of the Plymouth Rockies. I think I saw a little pep in the step on everybody after Friday, and I know there wasn't a W, but it it was one of those things where it was a step forward. I mean, just the attitude of the kids in the end zone um, after the game, you know, a little post-game talk, and then just them walking back to the locker. I mean, yeah, it was definitely a, a win in our books, not on the scoreboard, obviously. I mean, it was a really good team that we competed with, I felt like, for all four quarters, which I haven't really seen a full team effort. I mean, at times, you know, we had our, our mental lapses, which is going to happen, and we're going to live with those. But, um, yeah, overall, very, very pleased and very, very happy with the total full game effort um, when we needed things to, to go right. Um, you know, they, they went out and executed what we asked them to do. It looks like there's a bunch of guys that are getting it finally. I mean, especially on defense, and your your secondary looked better, your linebackers look good. I mean, it was just a lot better performance. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're pleased. We like I said, we finally feel like we've got the right guys in the right spot. I mean, we've, this is like the third to four, fourth, third or fourth different uh, you know rotation or uh, lineup we put out there. Um, so we finally feel like we got the guys in the right spots to make plays now. Each week they're going to get better. Each week they're going to get more confident. Each week they're going to, you know, fine tune their skills um, to to hopefully, you know, perform better. 
I notice you're you're moving guys in and out on that front too, and that you know they're staying fresh. I think that makes a difference. Well, against teams like you know Mishawaka and Warsaw and Kokomo, I mean they're just getting beat up every single play up front. You know, so finally finding a way to have guys that are willing to take a couple lumps for the teammates while the other guy gets a break, you know, and then come back in and they get their chance at it. So, I mean, it's really all it is is trying to find a couple of fresh bodies to go in there and try to clog up some stuff. And speaking of lines, the offensive line has been something you guys have been really working on, putting it together. I mean, how do you feel about where they're at? Yeah, I think I think we're still um, still a couple steps behind where we want to be, obviously. I mean, I think there's some still some mental mistakes of guys stepping the wrong direction, you know, and um, – we had to replace CJ obviously out there, yeah. when, and, you know, and Huli stepped up and, and did did the best he could. I mean, he's still learning that position. He's been playing. I mean, before the season started, he was at linebacker and running back. So, being able to convert him to a you know an offensive lineman and, and teach him what he what needs to be done, um, and then yeah, the rest of the guys, like I said, they're con- they're going to continue to trust. We finally got I think with Tanner at tackle and Kyle at the other tackle and Cooper and inside with that at center. Um, I think that gives us the best lineup again this is about the third or fourth different lineup we've had at the offensive line position too so now they're going to hopefully you know barring injuries obviously um kind of continue to, to to gel together your um your skill guys look i mean michael gibbons was putting his foot in the ground and moving forward i mean it, there was a lot of good things that were happening with your skill guys too yeah yeah early michael um michael's running a little harder he got banged up uh in that second second half early second half and Kind of got a stinger. We're kind of evaluating that day by day um, as we go through the week here. But um, <clears throat> I think, like I said, I think he's a, he's a performer. He's a gamer. He's a, he's you know wants to compete out there. So unless it's a bad bad injury, he'll be out there again. And then um, yeah, that skill position. We moved Caden Millheiser outside to, to you know more of our outside receiver for him, um, and he had a fantastic game. I think he had six or seven catches, and um, and then that allows us to bring in some younger guys again, more sophomores. I know it's crazy, right? But we have uh, two more sophomores that are getting reps at our slot position that are, you know, maybe five eight, five nine, you know, on a good day. And but they're shifty and they're they're going to try to find that little window and catch the ball and just be possession guys for us. I'm going to say your receivers looked really good over uh, in that game. Yeah, I think they're again they're they're working on their confidence too. I think now that we've got again <laughs> another lineup out there and. Trying to put people in the right position uh, to to succeed, you know, and try to put people in the right position to have some success. And um, like I said, Van Dusen and Blaylock in the slots, and then Max staying outside. It looks looks like our best lineup right now. Looking at Northwood on film, uh, I'm sure that's kind of frightening. Uh, <laughs> they are really good. Yeah, they're just they're they're. It's crazy though. Like if you look at our season, the first five weeks of the season, we have seen nothing like this. I mean, and now that's all we're going to see from here on out is they're that version of offense. I mean, they're going to be similar to us. They're going to be four or five wide. <clears throat> they're going to be in gun. They're going to throw the ball all over the place. You know, I mean, a couple weeks ago they threw for 400 yards and and that kind of stuff. So it's. It's a good and a bad thing, right? We haven't seen it, you know, other than going against our number one's offense. Uh, our defense hasn't seen an offense like this since the summertime. So that's the downside of it. Now the upside of it is that's all we're going to see for the rest of the regular season is shotgun four or five wide with, you know, how we end our, our regular season. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're good. They got athletes, and they like to get the ball in athletes' hands. But they're not doing anything fancy. I mean, it's nothing that's impossible to stop. It's going to come down to your athletes versus ours, really. And honestly, that's that's them. I mean, that's been their history. I've never been able to figure out their offense. It's just like, okay, who's the best runner? Yeah. He's got the ball. 
Yeah, and that's what it looks like in film. I mean, I'm sure at some point, you know, they have philosophies and things like that. And I'm sure if you look at our offense, they probably think the same thing. What are we doing? But um, they've got, yeah, they've got ways to get their athletes the ball, whether it's a right now screen, whether it's a tunnel screen, whether it's a, you know, a hitch, whether it's a swing route. I mean, they've got, you know, three or four different variations of screen plays. They've got three or four different variations of just go deep and I'll throw it to you, you know, and just finding ways to get get guys open deep. Um, so it's been a, it's been a challenge this week for our defense to to regroup on that. I think the biggest thing with them year in year out too that I've noticed is they they are definitely not going to beat themselves. And for some reason they come jacked up to play us, and I don't know why that is. But every year they are really on point when they come here. Yeah, I think I mean like I said this is my first experience with them, obviously, but just from talking to coaches and players, that that's the kind of the gist I get as well. I mean I think. Every year we go there, it's a super, super tough environment to play in when you go there. And then when they come here, they're, like you said, they're jacked up, ready to beat Plymouth. So I don't know what we did with them, you know, 15 years ago to make them feel this way, but um, it's still, we're still, you know, dealing with that as, as, you know, each year goes on. But they've got guys that have been in these positions before, they've got guys that have experienced. So, um, you know, it's, we'll see what happens. Well, let's talk about you guys now, too. I mean, what do you want to see this week as your step forward? Yeah, I mean, it'll be – this is a um, – let's talk defense first here. I mean, just just our defense being able to recognize, you know, formations and recognize, you know, what uh, – you know, who's eligible and who runs what route and that kind of stuff is completely different because we've seen a bunch of double tight ends, wing stuff all, you know, all season so far. So um, just kind of being able to communicate with our defense and our, and our coverages – and then, um, you know, getting getting they throw the ball, so being able to get a pass rush when we haven't necessarily needed a pass rush <laughs> or any pass rush drills for say, you know, this time everything we've seen so far that has been a pass has been play action. Uh, so this year or this week at least, getting our defensive line to get a little pressure, you know, and then offensively, keep doing what we're doing. I mean, we're not changing anything. We may come out with some different formations. We may come out with some different packages, um, but it's still going to be our stuff. It's still going to be our base offense and our base everything. It just just may be a different personnel based on, you know, we got some injuries up front we talked about with possibly with Michael. And um, so what you're going to see out here is, is the same as, you know, our staff, just with different people in different spots. Well, let's get the upset, and uh, I'll talk to you after the game. Sounds good. Thanks, Rusty. Plymouth head coach Adam Handley, and we will be right back. Culligan Soft Water Sales and Service. Since Culligan dealers operate independently, offers and participation may vary. Stop by Culligan Soft Water at 326 East Jefferson Street in Plymouth or call 936-3556. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 till 5 and Saturday 8 till noon. Culligan, better water, pure and simple. Not only is he an internationally known radio star on WTCA, Uncle Doug also gives the best haircut in town. If you want to take advantage of that amazing skill, you can visit Uncle Doug's Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 5, Wednesday 1 to 5, and Saturday 8 to noon, right across the street from the fire department. Call for an appointment at 574-941-2282. Have your hair cut by a celebrity, Uncle Doug. 
Plymouth Rocky Football is on the air. Brought to you by U.S. Granules, Bowman's Tin Shop, Master Tech, Marsha County REMC, Co-Alliance Propane, The Pilot News, Hoffman Brothers, Uncle Doug, Oliver Ford Lincoln, McCullough Real Estate, The Floor Store, Rochester Orthopedics, Montgomery Well Drilling, and First Federal Savings Bank. Stay tuned, we'll head out to the field right after this. No matter the season, if it's your air conditioner or your furnace, Bowman's Tin Shop in Plymouth is the place to call. Bowman's Tin Shop has been serving the community for nearly 30 years and still does custom sheet metal work and plumbing. Installation and repair of heating, air conditioning units, plumbing, and ductwork for residential and commercial use. Whatever your needs, be sure to call or stop by Bowman's Tin Shop in downtown Plymouth. And we are at Plymouth High School. Rusty Nixon with Nathan Nixon tonight as Joe McKee decided that his marriage was more important than football. And so we have allowed him to take off on a little weekend with his wife. So it's an ill-advised thing to say. It's an ill-advised thing to say. Yeah. He's probably listening. So I just wanted to let everybody know that we're we're trying to save his marriage here. So <laughs> Yeah, there you go, Joe. That's what happens when you don't show up for a game. We are at Plymouth High School. It's Plymouth Northwood, and I'm telling you what, I, one way or another, I'm excited to see this football team play. They're five and zero. They are throwing the ball all over the place. This is just this is an this is one of the better football teams in Northern Indiana. You're going to get a chance to see them, whether you like what they do to us or not. You're going to get a chance to see a really good football team. Heard about uh, Nitarian Tuggle all week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the, yeah. the nickname, uh, my younger brother's been calling him is Nitro. Nitro. So that's what the coach exterior is calling him. I am so. going to refer to him as the Nitro Circus tonight because yes. I'm, I'm assuming that is what he, he'll be doing to us. He is an amazing player. Anybody here is going to see, once again, one of the best players in northern Indiana. And uh, he is dynamic. And they, well, and all, over all the years that I've covered Northwood football, the one thing, you know, you can't figure out their offense because it's very, 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 very simple. Find the best athlete on the field and get them the ball no matter how you have to do it. And that's exactly what they do. I uh, remember, I think his name was Bryson Yoder. Yes. A freshman, oh, and he got boy. the ball almost every single and he was, carries a game. Well, he yep. played at, what was it, the yeah, Centenary or someplace? He played Division One football. So he is a heck of a player. Toggle is a heck of a player, and Plymouth's got a lot to deal with tonight as they are ready to kick it off, and uh, it will be uh, Carrillo who will ooh. kick it on the ooh, just got out of bounds. So they tried the little pooch kick roll out there, and it got out of bounds. So Northwood will have it with pretty good field position. <laughs> uh, Hanley came up, and he's like, hey, they can go out of bounds. The ref turned around and shuffled <laughs> Working them already. Why not? Why not? It's probably one of the things you can do to give yourself a shot. So, Plymouth's defense will be on the field first, and uh, they will uh, have my sheet on the wrong side. They will have Chris Johnson and David Sills as the ends. 
Gavin Brink, Kyle Umbar, the tackles. Uh, Chase Staley and Cooper Krolick also tackles. Justin Garrett, C.J. DeLear, the tackles on the other end. Ready to go, and the first snap for Northwood, and the handoff. Nope. No handoff. They're going to throw the football. It's in the air. It's going to be caught. That is a good pass from your quarterback, Owen Raider. We haven't even mentioned him. He is amazing. And he and Keegan Stats out there for a big game. They're all the way out to the 45. Quick little naked boot and that uh, little drag around 15, 20 yards. Just wide open. Dropped it right in there in between two Plymouth guys. So big game there for Northwood. They're in that set. They got an H-back to the left of the quarterback. Right back He's, to going throw. He's going deep. He's got a man wide open. Yep. It's going to be an easy catch and six. J.J. Payne, another one. You, every guy you mentioned is a dynamic player. Payne has been a thorn in everybody's side for years. He catches a touchdown pass of 45 yards, and Northwood's on the uh, scoreboard so, already. It's going to be the name of the game for Northwood. They're going to just try and isolate us, uh, get one-on-one matchup with the corner there, and almost 80 to 90% of the time, Roger Seaver's going to come down with that ball. So it's a great play call. Extra point. Snap is good. The kick is up plenty good if it got through. I always hate to say anything because I've always been wrong. But Anyway, well, we had two plays. We got seven points. 11.35 to play in the first quarter. It's 7 to nothing. Northwood, let's take a 30-second break. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Nathan Nixon. Stay tuned. We're going to give you a chance to win a pizza coming Ooh. up a little bit later. So don't go anywhere. You want to be a part of that. It's a Well, actually, we're not winning a pizza. You're winning a $15 gift. Or, your, oh, wow. Can you say the word certificate? Yeah, obviously I can. Yeah, yeah, add one of those. Add pizza bills. Okay. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned. we got a question we're going to ask. So. If you can answer the question and be the first one to text the answer to us, we'll give you the pizza. But kickoff is away. It is high. It is deep. And they're going to let it drop. <laughs> Michael Sheely back there with Mackey tonight. I think Michael Gibbons is dinged up. I know he's listed as a starter on offense, but he's got a shoulder issue. Oh, no. And he is all week was going to try to play. Now, if he does not get on the field, it's going to be Bush that takes his place, Carter Bush, who's the middle linebacker. So we'll see who they come out with in the offensive set here. Xander Ramirez, obviously the quarterback. The guys on the front line are the same. We'll set them for you. And there is no back right now. They're going an empty set. In motion is Sheely. Snap. Ramirez straight up the middle. They had that one figured out instantly. So Ramirez, no gain. It's uh, really hard to get a gain when uh, you got three defensive linemen in the backfield right off the start there. So we'll see if we can make an adjustment and 
figure out how to run it here. So Ramirez with no gain. He'll throw on this one. Got a man out there. That's Milliser. And he'll pick up five. Went up and got it over near the sideline. That game has been there for him all year long. And that can open up the run game eventually, but you have to be able to complete them. So here we are. Third down and five. They're going to look to the side and get a play. And Ramirez ready to go. Snap. He's looking to the left side. Throws it out here with Sheely. Sheely in open space. That's not something you want to see if you're on the defense. It's going to be close. I think it depends on the mark. It's right at the 30, and they're going to give it to him. So pass from Ramirez to Sheely. Good for five more, and it's first and 10 Plymouth. See if we can keep this drive going. Stay positive. It's all right to eat four or five minutes. Trips to the right, two receivers to the left. They're just going without a running back here with Givens out. Snap. Look to the right. Pump fake going deep. Double move and just a little long. It's a good spot, though. The only, the only, spot, the only person that was going to get that was us. And I mean, it's either out of bounds or caught. So Well, the only other person in the vicinity was a defender. So that is an incomplete pass. And we'll go to second and 10. Plymouth running a little bit of tempo out in the slot. Sheely has it. He'll get free. He'll pick up a couple. That little running play that comes from the quarterback out into the slot. He'll pick up about three or four. You're okay with that, but you got to have it every time. So a three-yard gain makes it third down and seven. Football is at the 33. Looks like both teams are just trying to get one-on-one matchups with their fast players. And, I mean, if you you want to score a lot of points, that's, that's what you got to do. That's the Plymouth psychology. They're still without a running back. They have not had a running back tonight. Back oh. to throw. Ramirez pulls it down. He'll get a positive. He got hit. first down. He runs over a few tacklers. He'll be out past the 40. Just took and the whole defense on his back. Yeah. <laughs> He'll have a first down out at the 40. So a pickup. Nine as he gets a little beyond the 40. Still running to hurt. First and 10. They are going to run. Oh. To start. And we've got a flag. A lot of guys moving. And it's going to be Plymouth at the minus five. I'd love to see that out of Ramirez. There was no one open. The pocket was collapsed, and he just tucked it and ran it right up the middle. He's not going to beat anybody in a dead sprint. I mean, nobody. He's not. That's not his game. But he will run over you, and he is not afraid to run the football. He is athletic. One of his athletic attributes isn't he? He's not going to win the 100 in state meet. He's got enough speed to run over a linebacker, though. Snap. Fumble. And I uh, fumble on the play. He had Blaylock coming across that pattern on the jet. And the handoff got messed up. I think Xander wanted it back. He saw something he didn't like and tried to pull it out. And we'll see what happens. Now, also, it's going to be Plymouth recovery. But second and twenty. But huh? it's second and twenty, and Ramirez will have to come off the field. Helmet came His off. His helmet came off, so he is going to have to come to the sideline. And let's see what Plymouth does here. Carter Bush 
And uh, Mackey came out. He's going to come back. And it's going to be Caden Millizer going to be the quarterback here. He is the backup. He's got a lot of skills at that position, too. His basic, he's a better thrower and runs a little faster. Ramirez is the one they like because of the way he reads that defense. So Millizer takes a snap. He'll fake the handoff, just barely gets it back, almost fumbled again. He'll be stacked up with no gain at about the 35. I wonder if that's a read or not, because uh, if, if that's a read, he read the wrong uh, wrong guy there. Pretty unfortunate, too. That outside run was open. So it'll be third down and 18. Ramirez will come back. Sheely will come off for a blow. And Plymouth will have Carter Bush out. He's going to be the running back right here. He'll be just to the left of Ramirez. First running back we've seen out of Plymouth all night. Trips to the left. Snap. Roll to the left. Ramirez looking for somebody. He's got Blaylock, and he'll be back to about the original line of scrimmage. So nice game, but it's not nearly enough. So we'll see what they come up with fourth down. It's got to be a punt. So it'll be fourth down, and we're looking at what, nine? Got to have the punt team on. I just feel like you have to. It's going to be Justin Garrett. He's been a bright spot on this team. He has taken over that job as punter, not because he kicks 70-yard bombs, but because he does that right there. It's high in the air. It's about 30 yards away. It's not going to be returned. 30 or 40 yards every time with no return, you'll live with that completely. And it'll be first down Northwood. Is they'll down it right about the 24, first and 10. See if we can make them run more than two plays. First <laughs> 6.45 to play here in the first quarter. And Northwood will come on the field. They call the plays on the sideline before they come out for that first down. And they come out as a team. They got guys tight here on both sides. They're in the slot, but it's a tight formation. Plymouth sending the house. Sheely comes quickly. Raider just calling. Oh, man. What a play. Raider just sidesteps Sheely like it was nothing. He gets it out here. It's uh, to his receiver. I'm Yoda, who just made numerous people miss. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, right, uh, well, I guess it's the left side of our defense here. They're going to come in heads heads back and try to make a tackle here. Or they just they look bad on that last one. Now uh, he's, he's going again. deep again and toggle. Oh, it's it's going to be pass interference, but I got it. I got to give Blaylock props. That's what you have to do. Nigerian Tuggle had him beat like a drum, and he just got in front, did whatever he could to knock it away, and save the touchdown. And Blaylock did do that. It's going to cost you 15 yards. You'll live with that because the option was six points. I got to say, it was really close to a great defensive play, though. Blaylock got in there and just got a little bit too much. He had the hand on the hip. He just was grabbing the jersey with that other hand. Can't do that. So now a 15-yard penalty. We'll put it at the 40, and it'll be first and 10 Plymouth. 
Yeah, we've got to find a way to get our safety over the top. Northwood, I'm sorry. we got to get a safety over the top to help those. Uh, that's two fade routes in a row. No, you've got two guys deep. You've got Bone Break back there, and you've got Mackey back there. Mackey is more of a run play guy. Raider out. He's got a man on a screen over there. Man. And he'll run for about eight. Harper Tilly on it. He'll get. Oh, where are they going to mark that? Okay. He got about seven. So second and three. Pick up seven on the play. second Northwood showing you why they're undefeated and why they've just completely dismantled everybody they've played. Beat Warsaw 42 to some, 42 to whatever. 42 on Warsaw. That got my attention. Back to throw Raider. There. Another one long. Lays it right oh, in the hands of so Tuggle. Great move by Tuggle, and he got hit hard by Michael Sheely. He's on the ground. I think they're going to roll him down. He got hit pretty well by Sheely, and the ball came out. Doesn't matter because Northwood covered it anyway, but they're going to call him down, and he's going to be at the 10. So it'll be first and 10. For Northwood, yeah, she, see if they can get a – no, they can't get a first down. First and goal yeah. for she, Northwood. Sheely made up for that last play with a big hit there. He's uh, He did come in there and make it. From 15, 20 yards behind the play. Raider ready. He claps his hands. He's got the football. He's going to throw it into the – I think Whitlock may have got a hand on it. How did Nitro catch it? Doesn't matter. Tuggle catches it. He had two hands in there that were wearing red jerseys and a red jersey, and he was the one who came out of there with it. Was it. either a tip drill or he stole it from our guy. I, I think he just him. stole it. I think I, he did too. He, once again, was just dragging over the middle. Raider knows he's going to be there. He hit him, and it's six. So it's 13 to nothing now. 4.56 to play in the first quarter. Raider will hold the extra point. Snap is good. The kick is up. Looks good. It is good. So we have played four, uh, to 4.56 in the first period. It is 14 to nothing, Northwood. Take a 30-second break. We'll be right back. When you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the pilot news. Local government people and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. We're back at Plymouth High School. Rusty Nixon with Nathan Nixon, and it is 14 to nothing. Northwood, we still have 4.56 to play in the first. You knew this was going to be an enormous struggle. Right now, you just want to stay with them and keep this from getting out of hand. Give yourself a chance. Well, and that first, that first Plymouth drive was what? It I was. Mean, four, four, five minutes yeah. and three, four first downs. That's what you have to do when you're playing a team that scores as quick as you have to eat that clock up, and you got to get your points where you can. And the, the positive, though, is the positive yardage. Yep. You were able to move the football. You were able to get some first downs. 
and with the exception of that uh, that penalty there on the pass interference, it was pretty decent enough yeah, drives defensively for Plymouth. And Everybody was flying to the ball. They were where they needed to be. They just got beat a couple times. And once again, the pass interference, whether you thought it was interference or not, he saved six. Line drive kick right at Michael Sheehan. He He'll bring it out of the end zone. Makes a hit. Can oh, a great tackle out there. You know, that's how I tell a good team. Look at the way they're kickoff return guys to make tackles and getting out there. That, that says things to me that you can't even imagine. And then they got there, they got the there with the team running trying to race. I tell you what, the, the Northwood does things the right way. I, they're Nate, Andrew, Nate Andrews is the son of Jim Andrews, who was a coach there for a long time. And I know this before, but my first job out of uh, college was Covering Northwood football, Ramirez ready. Snap. He'll hand it off. They got Bush back there right now. They, you know, they can get away with occasionally going with empty for a long time, but you're going to have to run the football if you think you have any chance whatsoever. Now we got a flag. I don't have any idea what that's about. It's on Andrews. Oh, it's just a warning. Okay. What? Andrews is a little upset uh, with his uh, cornerbacks there. I think he told them to play man-on-man, uh, man and they weren't doing it. Snap bounces to Ramirez. Somehow he gets it to Melizer. It's a miracle. That wasn't a much more disastrous play. It's going to be a loss, but somehow Ramirez caught the ground ball on the snap and got it out there to Millizer. It's going to be a loss of two, you know, third and eleven. Northwood's game plan for this for this set, I think we should go back to that empty. They were running that 3-4 before, and now they have both their outside linebackers up and they're blitzing. So their game plan for this offense, not the other ones. The empty was yeah. not in any film you've seen. We have not gone empty all year long. So empty with tempo was definitely something they didn't see during the week. Snap by Ramirez. Looking to the left, and he has no chance whatsoever. He is buried instantly. There'll be a holding. On and Plymouth a flag Island. will be a Plymouth flag. It's in the area of holding. So the first drive is nothing like this one. Oh, they're going to call a face mask on Northwood. Might have got. He must have got repaired wow. by the face mask. That is a big break. It'll be 15 yards for Plymouth from the spot of the foul. Usually when the flag's behind the offensive line, it's a hold or something, not a, not a face mask. So me, now it'll be third and two. It's a personal foul. It should be first down. Well, used to be. I don't think it is anymore. Oh, Depends on what it is. If it's an interference, uh, it, it was, I think. Yeah, but, the, there's the five-yard or whatever yeah, and the 15-yard. Yeah. This was a 15, but we're yeah. longer than that. So I, I don't know why they've done that either. It makes it confusing for me. They ought to change it back just because of me. <laughs> Ramirez sends a man in motion. He runs into him. And he comes out of that and gets the first down. Xander Ramirez sent Black Ray Mackey in motion. When he got the snap, Mackey ran into him. Somehow Ramirez survived. I mean, he did him well. So, Somehow avoided going down and got the first down. That's why it pays to have a brute at quarterback. Yeah, he's a big, strong boy. 
Back ready to go. He's going to take that snap and just go straight ahead. He's still hit hard and just keeps going. He just stuck up a linebacker trying to fill. The thing about him is you can't help but love him. He just he sticks his nose in there with no regard for. Now his shoes are off. Helmet fell off the first drive. Shoe fell off this drive. He's a sophomore. And he's looking at his play sheet on the arm. He's going to be ready to go. Second down and seven. Snap. He'll hand it off to Bush. Bush looking for room, and he just he tried runs to into the pile that was out here on the left side. And he'll be down way short. Actually, I think a loss of a yard. So it's third and nine. Ramirez out of the huddle quickly. They've started to do this way a lot of other teams is there's a we'll get into this later. <laughs> I can't explain it before the snap because Ramirez has it already. He's looking for a long throw and throws it right into the arms of the defender. He had a man open on the sideline, but really underthrew it. It went right into the hands of the defender, hit him right in the chest. So turnover and they'll bring it back to the 30 so it's even past the line of scrimmage and the only bad part about that play is the throw i mean he right he had the perfect naked boot he set his feet saw the man open and threw it he just but it was get it. He just didn't get it. it was very short and the defender trying to trail the play ended up getting yep, the that uh, interception strong safety there yeah made that pick actually i thought it was linebacker it was 34 was it landon zimmerman yeah, I think it's a linebacker who made that. He was trying to chase him. He was thinking he was going to be making a tackle. Turns around, he's got the ball in his face. First and 10. Northwood with it. Raider. He's <laughs> called. He's got a man on the slot to the right. Will he run the football this time? That's the question. If we've got our outside. Man in motion. Oh. Snap. They're going to give it to Tuggle. He's off on the right. He's and got he's nothing but open lane. He doesn't he just, even get touched. He just. He broke three guys' ankles there as soon as he got the ball. 35-yard run for a touchdown. Nobody even touched him. I've never seen a touchdown. I've never seen someone with a cut that smooth. And sharp. Ever. With that, he does not lose any speed whatsoever when he makes that cut. He get he gets about five yards sideways on it. They got him out into the open, and he, the, the sad part is there was one-on-one. You're in open field with Nitro Tuggle. You got no hope. Snap. Ball is down. The kick is up. We're in the first quarter, and it's 21 to nothing. 151 to play in the quarter. Take a 30-second break. We'll be right back. For all of your auto parts needs, stop by Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts at 500 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Hoffman's, a family-owned business since 1929, is affiliated with Federated Auto Parts. Whether you need oil and filter for an oil change or a new transmission, Hoffman Brothers will make sure you get the right parts and service you need. Stop by 500 West Jefferson Street in the old Oliver Ford dealership and check out Hoffman Brothers' new location. Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, open six days a week. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Nathan Nixon. He's giving you some flashbacks of your days. (laughs) (laughs) Well, They just, you you know what you're going to get when they come to your place or when you go to their place. You're going to get 
absolute effort, and they aren't going to make mistakes. So if you do, you're in trouble. Right now, they're playing a sophomore team that, yeah, my quite se- frankly, they're going to make mistakes. My senior year, Bronson Yoder was a sophomore. I think he ran oh, over man. seven times when I played for safety that game. So, Bronson I mean, yeah, Yoder was a man amongst men. And Nitro <laughs> makes him look like he's not as good. I know. Like, that's what's crazy. I agree there. with you. Kick goes into the end zone. Julia will let it drop. Probably they'll have it back out on the 20, and it'll be first and 10. Like we said the first couple of times, you're seeing, okay, this is a special team wearing white tonight. They're, they got to be thinking they got a shot at playing in the Dome at the end of the year. Now, Plymouth, <laughs> I think that went out of the window a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah. what you got to take from this is, do we back off of them or yeah. do we continue to attack them. So let's see what I, I mean. I don't know why you don't. You've got to stay in this game. If we keep getting penalties like we have been, then we're obviously not mentally in it. Ramirez fakes the handoff. He'll keep it himself. No gain. That's what they like the most about Xander. He seems to have really good field vision and he reads those plays very well. And he has to. The other thing about your running back, and this is something people got to understand back in the old days, guys. When you ran that uh, 26 dive or whatever they call it, you're not taking the two back and running to the four hole. You are reading your blocks. So the running back has a responsibility of figuring out where he's supposed to go. Like I said, That's the, not closest, easy. the closest thing that I could just watch the Philadelphia Eagles game. That's, that's how they block it. They run that zone block on the line and. That, that running back has to find that one hole, and then the line's supposed to follow him. It's not, it's, yeah. He finds out where they're blocking to, and you're exactly and right. You have a responsibility. You have one zone to block. You don't. It's not a chip double. You're automatically doubling the middle linebacker on a on a blast player counter anymore. It's but you're running that defense, back. and your 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 running back has to read the blocks that are given and figure out where the hole's going to yeah. be. Pass is incomplete by Ramirez on the last play. Got blocked at the line of scrimmage, so it's third down and 10 now. I remember, Football at the 20. I remember an old coach we had, uh, Phil Coves, wanted his own block back with our old team, but it's just something that it's you have difficult. to do with young guys. Yeah, yeah. you got to do it when they're young. Was a few inches away from a good positive play. Ramirez tries to hit Bush on that drag from the halfback over the middle. And just got tipped right before he got a chance to get his hands on it. So it's fourth and ten, and Plymouth will have to punt again. I hope they fake it. I think this might be a little bit of a dangerous place to fake a kick. Well, I mean, what are they get? I was going to say something. Well, I agree. As this game goes on, you'll see them run on this. Right now, you know, oh, that's a uh, no flag on that. It would have been a five yard one, just it would have been. Yeah, he wasn't trying to, he almost blocked it though. He did come close to blocking it. It'll roll out of bounds at the 48, and Northwood will have it just on the other side of the 50. They have scored three times in this quarter, they got 49 seconds left. I wonder if they're gonna try for another one. You know, I don't even think they're really trying to score at this point. I just think they're yeah, all in they're place just, and they're, they're working on plays. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. And Owen Raider, I, you know, everybody can talk about tug all you want. Raider is a junior. 
he's got another whole year to get better. He's going to be a thorn in a lot of people's sides for a long time. Drops the ball in really He well. throws it extremely well. Snap, handoff. No, he takes it back, throws it to yep, Tuggle. And, and, boy, if Alan Pereira doesn't make a great play, Tuggle has six more. That goes all the way out to the 26, a gain of 23. That's exactly how you draw those up. The whole defense bit on the run. <laughs> Tuggle had one-on-one. And- he had one-on-one out there with Blaylock. And, there, you know, there's just – you're asking a sophomore to cover a Notre Dame recruit? <laughs> that's that's a lot of <laughs> expectation. 14 seconds left. Snap. Handoff actually does go up the middle. Runner gets to the outside. That is Wes Yoder, and he'll have the first down easily. He's going to be run out of bounds about the 15. First and 10 there. Six seconds left in the quarter, and with the run out of bounds, the clock will st- – well, they're going to start again. And it'll run – well, they won't get a playoff. That's going to be in the first quarter. And so our first quarter score, Northwood 21, Plymouth nothing. And we'll take a break. We'll be back with quarter two after this. Today is a great time to look at the track you've had your eye on. So stop in at MasterTech in Plymouth to look over and test drive one of the new Montana tractors. With a three-year warranty, Montana tractors are built for rugged, reliable performance. Pound for pound, they're today's best buy in utility and compact tractors. Plus, you can match your tractor to a wide range of American-made Montana implements. See MasterTech in Plymouth and check out the model that's right for you. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought. Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nethling. I don't even know my name anymore. 21 points on the board. I'm completely speechless. Uh, Rusty Nixon with Nathan Nixon as we head to quarter number two. As I said, it's 21 to nothing Northwood. They're doing nothing to diminish their press. As they can't <laughs> anything, it wasn't good enough. I know that uh, Tuggle gets a lot of the attention, but Payne is an unbelievable high school receiver. Rayder is showing himself to be after he he's going to leave here next year. Something that has, was really special. I'm a West Yoder too. He has three years, five yards, something like that. Raider, though, I mean these receivers are great. Don't get me wrong, but he's hitting them right in stride on the hands. It's unbelievable to watch. Snap, he'll hand it go and keeps it. Ooh, just about six inches high. He had the man open the middle. Hit your hands, you got to catch it. I don't care. <laughs> Seth Russell doesn't bring it in. I'm not sure it hit his hand. It was just, it was a tad high. He's going over the middle like, you know, you 
Don't be a baby, Jim. Oh, come on. You Don't tell me you didn't. I mean, you dropped balls. Don't tell me you didn't kind of. I dropped plenty of balls. Oh, I dropped plenty of balls. I, I, he's not mad at himself. He should be. He knows oh. he's going to be And he does right there as they flip it to him on the screen to the right side. And oh, he reaches out and touches him. It was a great effort on the tackle. He just all stretched he it. And just it on the and put it on. See, that's the other thing. Seth Russell went over the middle, and Raider might have thought, well, you should have caught that, even though I don't think you should have. Next play, who do they bring the ball to? So, you got some confidence in him. That's why these guys are as good as they are. I don't. This is the best team we've seen all year. Extra point is ready to be kicked. Snap is down. The kick is up, and it is good. He's kicking it to the middle of the track. Yeah, he's getting all of it. 27 to nothing. We'll take a break. We'll be back with a kickoff right after this. For all of your auto parts needs, stop by Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts at 500 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Hoffman's, a family-owned business since 1929, is affiliated with Federated Auto Parts. Whether you need oil and filter for an oil change or a new transmission, Hoffman Brothers will make sure you get the right parts and service you need. Stop by 500 West Jefferson Street in the old Oliver Ford dealership and check out Hoffman Brothers' new location. Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, open six days a week. 27 to nothing, Northwood with the lead back at Plymouth High School. Rusty Nixon and Nathan Nixon, 11-48 to play in the second. Plymouth will get the ball back. Everybody's going to look at that 27 to nothing. And I know we haven't had... We haven't scored. We haven't gone deep into their territory, but we have been able to move the football, which is more. You're talking about, well, obviously, you're seeing one of the best teams in the northern Indiana out here tonight. And nice crowd, really nice crowd out here to be there. It's like I said last week, these guys are not going to get better if you just reject them and walk away. you got to support them. I don't mean indefinitely and blindly, but we're five games into a season and everybody's writing things off. Forget that. These guys are getting better every week, and let's stay at least on the bandwagon for long enough to make them good. You know what I mean? When you're playing, didn't you love hearing the crowd out here? Well, yeah, but we were 12 and 0 my first year. Yeah, I forgot about that. 28 to nothing, 11.48 to play. In the half, Plymouth with the football, they'll take it at the 20. First and 10, receivers in both slots, a third receiver to the left, no backfield. And Ramirez straight up the middle in the second day, breaking taxes. He'll be down close to a first down. And time and time again this year, that's been their best running play, so. He is definitely not afraid to stick his nose in there. He picks up 11. It's first and 10 Plymouth. I don't know. This is something that people should know. I, I, have, I didn't look this week. Last week, Xander was the number four rated runner and passer in terms of yardage in this conference. Now, granted, it's fourth. But look at who you're talking about. You're talking about the guy at Mishawaka. You're talking about the guy. 
here tonight. You're talking about the Warsaw guy. You know, that that is company you want to be in, especially as a sophomore. He'll take the snap again, takes the jet action to Barrera, and he'll get a body yard there. That's the thing about Northwood. You may be able to get him once. You ain't getting him twice. It's literally the same play except with Barrera's jet action. Remember, 574-307-6647. Text us. Let us know where you're uh, listening from tonight. We'll give you a shout-out. Trips to the right. with Nice catch out there on the sideline. I don't think that Lewandowski knew he had a step or two. I think he thought he was closer to the sideline than he was. But he did make a nice catch on a low ball. It's about four. So it'll be third and six. I'd really like to see our receivers. A lot of them, we, we're running into coverage. When, when when you're wide open, just stop running and just let it. Let Xander know you're open. I mean, you could have stopped right there halfway through his route, and he would have got six, seven more yards. But instead, he runs right to the sideline. It's little things like that. Ramirez looking to the right side. Oh, what a throw. He finds Blaylock in the middle. He fit that into a window. I can't believe he stuck it between his receiver and another defender and found a way to get it in there and it's a first down throw nice play by he just keeps showing you things when he has time he has he makes he, good balls he gets better and better every week he's got him out of the huddle he's got men in the slots on both sides bush the running back man comes absolutely free <laughs> I tell you what, I think he was thinking about getting down. And if he was, I don't blame him. Yeah. Because that defensive end on the other side is a man. <laughs> he came free. Let me see who that is. That's Kanye King. He's listed as a linebacker. He was playing that DN spot. He's over there again on the right side in that three-man technique, and he is a man. He's coming again, and Ramirez takes it the opposite way, fumbles it, and it'll be picked up by Plymouth. He got out to about the 45, but fumbled it, and it was recovered out there by Millizer. So gain of just two instead of the eight that it originally had. Third and 14, football on the 42. 8.48 to play in the second quarter. 28 to nothing. Northwood leads it. Ramirez comes back in with a play. Ramirez ready to go. Snap back to throw Ramirez. It's a screen, and that was close. And that's hurt. Oh, Bush is down. He's going to jump up, but he got blasted. As he was trying to make that catch, he got a helmet right in the back. That's a, that's a man's man right there. He's still, he's still grabbing it, but he, he jumped up. He's like, I'm not going to let you know I'm hurt. He rolled around like he wasn't getting up, and then, boom, he just pops right back up, and he's right back out there. Wow, that hurts. He definitely got a helmet right in the back. Fourth and long. J.J. Payne back to receive. Snap. Kick is away by Garrett. It's a low-line drive. It'll hit the ground and bounce. Payne will pick it up. 
And Pereira there can't tackle him. He'll get a bunch of yards. He'll get about 15, 20. Bring it out to the 40. It'll be a pickup of 15, and it'll be first and 10 Northwood at the 40. You know what? I think they play so good. They got the coolest jerseys in the conference. That's why they play so well. And you get three different sets of helmets, you were, and you get five different sets of jerseys a year. I mean, come on! You were impressed with their you were impressed with their swag. I know that. And maybe the helmets and the, the I'll jerseys. I'll go back to high school if I get get to wear that. <laughs> Northwood will have a first and ten at the forty-eight oh seven to play in the half. It is twenty-eight to nothing, Panthers. They've got two men to the right, one in the slot as tone, I think. Payne out here all by himself to the left. Single coverage with Blaylock. Boy, I don't know. Oh, why. it's open. And what a throw. That's another Another two yards, and Tuggle grabs that one, too. It was up in the air. It's one of those 50-50 balls. And I'll tell you what. Barrera coming over the top from the linebacker position made a play on that. So... That's being, good. Being a receiver, I think it's pass interference, but good no call, I suppose. Since they are up twenty. I was gonna say it's twenty eight to nothing. I don't I think that's incidental contact in my mind. <laughs> Snap back to throw <laughs> Raider. He's screen, got a screen he out here and there was just nobody there. He's trying to hit Yoder and just overthrew him. So Raider is capable of not throwing a perfect ball. See, kind of, kind of to me, it looked like he might have done that on purpose, though, too, because there wasn't a lot there. And I mean, there were there were guys there that could cover it. Now I'm not, not saying he could have made a miss, but it would have been on the receiver to make it happen. Now they're going to go no back, empty backfield. Trips to the right, man in the slot to the left. Snap comes out here on the screen. Oh, that's a beautiful and a block. beautiful block there. They're going to get a bunch oh, of flags. I don't know about that, but I'll take it. There was a bunch of flags out there. Payne was the defender, and along with Keegan Stats. Now, I don't know who it'll be on. I don't know what they're going to call. I don't know that I saw anything. Did you? I didn't. I all I saw was that beautiful play. It's going to be a hold on Northwood, and I don't. I didn't see it. I didn't see it, but I mean, I'm glad, I guess. I'll take it. They're going to mark it off from, I believe, the 50, maybe the 49. It's where that occurred. So the, um, we'll see how they play this. I don't think it'll be a first down. It's going to be on the play. So it'll be third down and 11. So they don't get the first down. They're going to hold on to it. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Dad Fletcher's dad's listening from the hospital. I guess he had surgery. Get better, man. Get out here and see your son. He's doing great. Raider ready. Ooh, low snap. And Pump another fake. Ball. He's going deep. Oh, oh, that's, that's interference with that. <laughs> he can't hit the guy in the middle. Yeah, he, he had Parker Philly dragging across the middle all alone, and I don't know. I think it might have been Mackey came over there and was in the way. I'm not sure he meant to hit him. I think he was just going to a spot and ended up in the I mean, wrong spot. The ball was about 
three, four yards away. So, I mean, it, it was close, but it's... And let's it's, give Raiders some credit, too, because he double-pumped looking yeah. for uh, uh, Tuggle on the sideline on the deep route and then just dropped it over the middle to the guy that was dragging through. He goes through his progressions almost... It's a, it's almost half a second every every yeah, time he's, he's looking to Tuggle, then he looks to Yoder, and then he's looking to the other side almost. He, he gets to three or four reads almost every how play. Did, how do they end up with quarterbacks? Quarterbacks of a lifetime every other year. I don't know. I remember Trey Belinsky was really good, Belinsky too. Belinsky was unbelievable. Yoder finally took that over, but that's just because they're going to snap the ball to him and let him run yeah. it. But see, that's the well, thing. Belinsky took him to a state championship. Exactly. Well, he, he had a couple of guys on well, that yeah, team that were pretty good. I won't give Drew Minnick the credit. So. <laughs> You're never going to give Drew Minnick the credit. Come on. Yeah. So it'll be first down and 10. 7.30 left in the, the quarter. Football at the 46. Snap. Raider will fake the handoff. Goes to the, there's the same exact play. Oh, we thought Man, it. over the middle just drops it. I think I don't know what happened. Keegan oh, Stabbs. you're not supposed to do that. Keegan Stabbs oh. the ball, and now we got a flag. I didn't see it. I was looking at the thing, but there was obviously some after the play. I, I don't remember action. what uh, number it was for this one. Was 11, part of Philly. Got in, uh, got in the face of one of our guys, and... Another guy shoved him. He shoved back, and then refs then looked. Sheely goes for the face mask and pushes him away. Flags were thrown. So we'll see what what the calls are here. Well, retaliation is the one they always get. They're going to take Michael over, and he. That's the one thing about him. He's really got a calm. That's how I was. He is. He is, but. You, you know, and as a coach, it's really weird to deal with that, too. You know what I'm talking about. Because you don't want to take that. You don't. You want him to have a fire spark yep. out of him. But at the same time, they've declined it. Yeah, you can't grab a man's face mask and throw him away from you. But, yeah, you, you're walking a thin line there. You don't want to take his aggressiveness away from him. Nope. But you need him to just, just need him to talk. Not, not tone it down at all, but just, just keep it keep it on the field. Yeah, keep it, keep just it, in, it within the game. That's Nobody. the game within the game. No one ever talks about well, it. It's that mental game. It's it's when you're down like this, getting in fights like that. Luckily, Nate Andrews declined the penalty. Yes, he did. It'll be first and ten. Well, there's no reason to take no. it, honestly. Football at the twenty-four. But in this case, I mean, you know, you got a guy who's fiery. You know that. Every once in a while, that bubbles over. You live with it, and you pull him aside and say, dude, God, it's just relax that much. Ramirez, with a drive forward, he'll pick up and a couple. Another scuffle. Well, you know how it is. <laughs> it's Northwood and Plymouth. There's going to be that going on. There's going to be t- And let me ask you. If I'm a Northwood player, all I do is point in the scoreboard. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't start another but, shuffle, but they started another one there. I don't understand. Second don't and eight. Snap goes to Ramirez. Quick throw. What a throw to Millizer. A good catch. Pick up about three. Threw it out here in the flat. I don't know how he got it between the two defenders. Got a little tip action to it. Well, Great catch by Blaylock, who has really come on. 
Last week was his first start, and he looked very good. He's what, 5'3", 100 pounds? <laughs> he is not a big guy, but he – and he made – last week he caught three balls going over the middle, which at his size, I'd be a little afraid of that. Snap, Ramirez will run it. It's aligned, totally designed quarterback run. And he'll get the first down at the 36. I think we're going to see a lot more of that the rest of the season. He's just got those skills. He's the leading rusher and passer. Well, if you're going to run a three-man on front, this team, if you're going to run a three-man front, just let your just let your quarterback run it right in the middle every time. And it's working. It was scored yet, but it's penalty problems. There, we and, haven't had trouble yeah, moving the football. We've had trouble scoring. And, yeah. Football. Trips to the left. Man in the slot to the right is Blaylock. Snap. He'll throw it quickly out to Mackey. Mackey. Oh, what a play out there by Corner. Oh, that was. <laughs> ben Faranuso made. He just shed his blocker and open field tackled one of the fastest guys on our team. That's not a bad play by your corner out there. Maybe he's a linebacker. I don't know, but he just made an unbelievable play. Anytime we get something good happen, they make a play to negate it. That's that's really frustrating. I think he's the scat linebacker, so he goes to the he goes where strong stock cover and slot. Ramirez with a short carry, maybe a yard, probably nothing. They're going to call it no gain and mark it right at the line of scrimmage. So third and 12, football at the 32. I'll tell you what, they have – I mean, I, I knew Tuggle was good. I knew Raider was good. I didn't realize they had that many players. Their three defensive linemen are they really are. good. They are really strong everywhere. I'm going to be surprised if this team doesn't end up at the Dome at the end of the year. Really surprised. Snap to Ramirez. Back to throw. Good going ball. deep. Little short. Oh. And let's see who came up with it. Well, Blaylock couldn't come back and take it away. It was one of those 50-50 balls. It'll be an interception. And Ryan Miller will come away with it, senior for Northwood, and they'll have it back with really good field position. We're going to mark him down at the – we're going to take it all the way back out to the – wow, that's not a real good spot. Yeah, they're going to put it at the 49. You know, I like to see that out of Ramirez, though. Taking a gamble, you're down 28 points. See what you can do with your arm. And trying to back shoulder ball there, and receiver really wasn't expecting it. And I mean, it was underthrown quite a bit, but still. Got, got to adjust to the ball. Somebody said, big lose, an excellent receiver. Lewandowski fast and lanky, and he is that. Yep. Snap. It's there again. Double pump. He's going to go to the outside. Man is open for that quick screen, and they'll pick up about seven right out to the 43. So, Raider, you know, he looks so confident of everything he's seen. Like it's all exactly the way he imagined. You know what I'm saying? Yep. 
Clearly, he just goes through his progressions like he's, he's a just much, comfortable. Yeah, he's really comfortable. That's, you know, Tuggle's a great player, but he gets the jet action on this and goes around the one. left. Ooh, good tackle. And good tackle out here by, I think that's Mackey. It is. Mackey comes up and makes a play. It's a first down at the 35, but like you said, that could have been a lot more. Mackey comes up and makes a play. Right in the middle of a spin move, just took his legs out from underneath, and that was a good tackle. 35 is where they'll put it down. It'll be first and 10 there. Raider has them out of the – well, they don't really huddle. Man in the slot to the right, H back to the right, wide receiver to the left. Snap, he'll hand it off this time. Yoder gets drugged down, but not until he gets into the linebacker core. He'll get about seven. And Northwood just continues to have their way on offense. 27 is where they'll put it down, second down and two. Raider gets the play call from the sideline. Man in the slot to the right, H back to the right. Receiver to the left is Payne. <clears throat> Snap, Raider will drop back, looking deep. Man. Looking to the end zone. Nobody there. He'll just take it down and run it. And he'll just pick up 20 yards. Raider, <laughs> that was, that was takes it down. Right. This looks right for three seconds. Nothing's there. Looks left. Nothing's there. It's like, oh, I'll talk it. I'll, whatever. I'll just run it all the way down to the 14 first down. He's got all day. He is not being pressured at all. Ready to go again. Raider calling the play out to his guys. He'll stop back into that shotgun. Two minutes Minute 53 left. in the half. Snap. Raider fakes a handoff. Rolls to the left. And Justin Finally. Garrett makes Oh, and we're going to. Oh, I'm surprised we don't see a flag. That was lucky. Man came in late after Raider was on the ground. I don't. Wasn't like he dug his helmet into him, but he did get into that tackle. And it was after he was on the ground. So a big loss of, like, hey, let me call that 12. So it'll be second down and 22. Football be at the 26. Raider ready to go. He's got tighter receivers, slot men to both sides. Fakes the handoff. Looking for a man, rolls out to the right. And he breaks a tackle. He'll get back to the original line of scrimmage. Picks up about 15. Yeah. And it'll be second, be third, and nine. Northwood can get a first down before they score. So they've got that in the back pocket. Raider ready to go. We got another text. 574-307-6647 if you want to text us. Out to the right, rolling. Raider throws it to the right. And just off the hands of Philly out of bounds, it'll be fourth down. That is, uh, this is one of the first times we've actually covered every single route perfectly there. No one, yeah, no one was open to hand it. Let's make the point, too. We held yep. and. In the position you're in, that is a – you're talking about one of the better teams in the state. You held them. 
oh, here's the guy with the boot. Let's see if he yeah, makes I it. Don't, I don't think he'll have any It's going to be a 32-yard uh, attempt. He's been booting the heck out of the extra points. Snap on this guy. Now Raider is live. He's back to throw, looking for somebody, just throws it out of bounds, and nobody open. And so a bad snap keeps Northwood off the board. It almost looked like he wasn't ready for the snap there. It was a low bounce. It's like a short hop. And Raider was able to field it, but just didn't have anything to do with it. You weren't going to kick it at that point. So Plymouth will have it. It turns over on down. So a big defensive stand. You could have been down 35 at half. You stopped it. So 11 seconds left. Football will be at the 15, and it'll be first and 10. I don't know what they're talking about here. Officials have come over. They wouldn't decide. That's what I believe Coach wants to know. Because he was outside. Yeah, there was no, but there was no one was there. He didn't get in the line. Oh, there wasn't a receiver within 40 yeah, yards of that. He just threw it out of bounds. I mean, directly threw it out of bounds. He was not even trying to hit a receiver. Now, in the NFL, the grounding would have been called. I don't know about high school. Well, it was also a field goal attempt, too. It wasn't like it doesn't matter. So Ramirez waiting for Bush to get on the field. He'll be the running back. Gibbons, I believe, is probably not going to see any action tonight. He's on the sideline. Shoulder injury for him. Handoff up the middle. Bush will take it. He'll just burrow his way forward for about three. And that should end the first half, and it does. So we played one half of football, and we come to the end of it. 28 to nothing, the score, Northwood with the lead. And stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you in pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board-certified and fellowship-trained surgeons Dr. Lisa Ronback and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525, and come to expect the best. Want to know how the big game's going to turn out Friday? Well, tune in to WTCA, AM 1050, FM 106.1, and find out straight from the coach's mouth. Thursday Night Lights, we visit with every one of the high school football coaches in Marshall County to talk about their big game coming up on Friday night. 7 o'clock Thursday night, Thursday Night Lights, right here on your home for Plymouth Sports, WTCA. Here at Oliver Ford Lincoln, we're always cheering for our Plymouth Rockies. Whether it's football, soccer, or wrestling, we're the Rockies. And you'll applaud our service, too. Let the award-winning service team here at Oliver Ford Lincoln solve your problems and save you time. Check out our walk-in oil change service. Just drive up and say, change your oil, please. It's a time saver. And do-it-yourselfers will love our parts department. Halftime here at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon, Nathan Nixon. It is 28 to nothing. I know who this is. 
Mark Lindsay is listening anyway. So it's thank you, Mark. It's good to know that you're my friend too, and not just Joe's. Thank you for that. <laughs> Mark Lindsay listening from Freeman. And uh, if you want to give us a text, let us know where you're listening from. Uh, let us know. We'll give you a shout out. It's 574 307 6647. Write that number down, 574-307-6647. After the commissioner's show here, we will give you a chance to win a Pizza King, or a Pizza Bill, sorry. Showing my age, it used to be Pizza King, but they changed their name, what, 30 years ago? Uh, I'm not that old. <laughs> yeah, you aren't. Pizza Bill's uh, $15 uh, gift certificate there. If you can answer our question, it'll be easy. Don't worry. If you've been listening to the first half, it'll be easy. So, uh, anyway, what do you see? I mean, I I know that it's 28 to nothing, but once again, I think I'm seeing a team that's taking a step forward again. I mean, you measure it against the, the competition. All of your skilled players are sophomores. Most of your line is sophomores. I mean, You've been able to move the football against an incredibly good football team. You've got to take that away as a positive. Yeah. Uh, that last stop there, too. I mean, if you can stop them two or three more times this game and keep them to less than 50 points, that's a win. I would agree with you. But the other part of it is I don't know if I call it a win this week if we don't score. Yep. That's, You've got – and that's the problem. Is that we've been able to move the football pretty much every game. Warsaw was a Warsaw was just a disaster all the way around, but we've been able to move the football at East Noble. We were able to move the football not so much as Kokomo, but enough. Last week we moved the ball. While the C, we moved. I mean, it, we've been able to move the football. We just haven't been able to put points on the board. And uh, I, it kind of seems to me like we're scared to make the big plays. Uh, we 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 have a bunch of fade routes and post post routes thrown into the thrown into the offense here, and they're not ever open. And I, it's not it's not Ramirez's fault that his no. receivers aren't open ever. So we need to find a way to get our guys open to be able to make those big plays, to get the confidence going on our offense, to be able to finish those drives off. And it would be helpful to be able to keep people off of him to throw and keep people off of our running like backs said, if we want to hand the ball like said, We're sophomores. It's, new, it's a new type of blocking that they've never done before. It's a whole new offense. It's a new coaching staff. It's it's, it's all this new stuff, and we have gotten better. If, this, if the team that played East Noble was playing tonight, I'm almost positive it would be 60-something to nothing. So... We are getting better every week. Getting a lot better every week. And I, I, well, I hate to keep beating that drum, but that was the goal of the coaching staff. And, you know, the frustrating thing to you as a coach is you're seeing all these positive things, but without the success, without the touchdown, without that immediate reinforcement that you did something good, it's hard to get a guy to believe he did something good. You know what I'm saying? The goal should just be being able to compete. I mean, when you're down 28 like this, you should be able to stop them two or three more times, get two touchdowns, make it 14-28. Just be able to to grit and, grit and grind and be able to stop them and score a couple of times. You and they, they've shown impose, they're willing to yep, do that. Impose your will on the other team. Yep. yep. So we'll uh, – We'll wait for the second half and see what happens. 28 to nothing. The score Northwood out in front. 
Uh, band is here tonight. They looks like they got their whole show, oh, and great, it is great. it is halftime. Why is Pikachu down there? Oh, that's not Pikachu. That's the yellow Teletubby, Dad. Oh yeah, you're right. So the old Teletubby is out announcing the <laughs> Trump coming King Queen. So we'll get that for you, too, I hope, before the end of the night. But they are announcing uh, all the homecoming festivities here at halftime. And uh, it is 28 to nothing. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, Jane Aker is listening with her daughter, Lisa. They're on the way home from Nags Head, North Carolina. Get this. Their granddaughter, uh, Jane's granddaughter, Marilyn, won the 12U Eastern Surf Competition. Oh, I'm digging that. Could you win a surf competition? I couldn't even stand on the board. When you were 12, could you win a surf competition? I couldn't even stand on the board at any point in my life. I fall down down when I look at the board. So (laughs) I, I don't know, but. Congratulations to you, Marilyn, for winning that 12U Eastern Surf Competition. And thanks, Jane, for listening to us, especially if you're in the car and you got Sirius XM or whatever. You could you listen to something else. But this is uh, this is where you should be tonight, 574-307-6647. And uh, if you want to tell us where you're listening from, well, I'm going to wait until after the uh, commissioner's show here, and we will give you a, a chance to win a Pizza King pizza. Uh, all you got to do is answer the question. So uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Uh, commissioner of the uh, IHSAA is going to talk to us for a few minutes, and uh, we'll be back after that. Our score at halftime, 28 to nothing, Northwood leading Plymouth, and we'll be back in a few moments. U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area's student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed to our community. Don't forget to join us every Saturday morning for the Saturday Morning Coach's Corner, right here on your home for Plymouth Sports, WTCA. Every Saturday morning after the news at 8, we'll talk to the players, the coaches, and the personalities that make up the stories that are Marshall County sports. Don't forget, every Saturday morning after the news at 8, it's the Saturday Morning Coach's Corner, right here on your home for Plymouth Sports, WTCA. Hey, Dr. Elsperman, I believe one of the best ways to invest in a community is to encourage participation in high school sports. I agree, Paul. High school sports can play a tremendous role in student-athletes obtaining their first degree in life, a high school diploma. Ivy Tech Community College also plays a role by serving more than 70,000 Indiana high school students who are earning college credit while finishing high school. High school athletics are all about setting students up for success in the classroom and in life, and that's especially important. Considering less than 7% of student-athletes play sports in college, and even fewer receive scholarships. At Ivy Tech, thousands of high school students complete their freshman year of college or first industry credential, giving them a head start on college and careers. We appreciate the support of partners like Ivy Tech who invest in our student-athletes, their education, and our communities. This is championing education. This is investing in your community. 
This is your IHSAA. It's time for the Commissioner's Corner, an exclusive weekly conversation about Indiana high school sports with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Now for an up-to-the-minute report about what's happening in the constantly changing world of high school sports, here's Coach Bob Lovell with Commissioner Paul Neidig. Welcome back, everyone, to our weekly conversation with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. We call it the Commissioner's Corner, and we talk about what's going on in the IHSAA. Commissioner, great to talk to you another week of uh, another uh, round of meetings with principals around the state as you wrap up your yearly fall tour talking about things relative to their particular schools absolutely coach you know we've been out we've hit number seven at our seventh meeting in two weeks we have number eight of eight tomorrow but you know what's really cool about this we do talk about principal meetings and bylaws and rules and all that stuff that we have to have we don't want to have to have but we do but the other thing that's really cool about this is we've had over 700 student athletes from across the state attend our leadership component of the principal meetings and you know we really work hard to talk about you know student development and 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 growth and and leadership with students because you know we know that uh, these kids are going to come back and they're going to be the next teachers the next coach the next doctor mm-hmm. lawyer uh could be an auto service technician, he in there, but they're going to be a contributor to their community and everything that we can do to help students focus on the growth component of what schools are, are, are focusing on every day. We want to be able to contribute to that also. Well, I've been honored to be a part of those uh, conferences out in Plainfield when you do the yearly, uh, the summer conference. And I've always been amazed at how engaged and involved the kids are. I mean, they're serious about it and um, they bring great energy to all the discussions that you have. They do, and you know one thing we're really proud of. We have the largest one-day student leadership conference in the entire country, and you know, and it continues to grow every year. And we have great mentors and people such as yourself, folks, that come back and they want to give back to kids, and and they spend a little time in a session, whether they're, you know, whatever the topic is, and school and students uh-huh. can pick those topics. But we have people that have really done phenomenal things in this world, and they're back trying to lend their talents the kids so again another growth point and we do that student leadership conference and you know so many people think all we do is hand out trophies and medals and certainly that's important and something we love to celebrate but <laughs> at the end of the day right. the most right. important thing i think we do is really keep focused on student growth and development in the classroom and on the on the second classroom of the sporting field couldn't agree with you more can we talk about handing out medals and trophies, though? Because you're yes, you're in can. tournament season right now. Yeah, Sunday afternoon you have the pairing show for soccer, girls golf regionals. Uh, it just continues for you. It does, you know. And I, I walked back into the the storage room in the office back the other day, and we have a table full of medals and trophies, and you know, a lot of uh, as they say, a lot of walnut in the office right now. But we got it all counted and prepped and ready to hand out to the kids. Uh, as they make their quest to the state championship. But, yeah, girls golf, we just finished up sectionals, and we're going to walk right into regionals this weekend. And then the following weekend, we're going to celebrate state championship over Friday and Saturday. And just the commissioner, Danny Elmer, who's new to our office, has been working with the soccer tournament. And uh, we're going to have the draw show. And you know how that is on Sunday afternoon. It's going to be a lot of fun. To, mm-hmm. Students will gather. They'll gather with their coaches, get a little pizza, maybe a few wings, and, and – uh, and, and then see who they're going to compete with in the tournament coming up. And it's just part of the, the it's part of, part of what we do. That's just one of those time honored traditions that you get to do when you're part of a team. 
Well, the uh, soccer pairing show coming up Sunday, the bat, the football pairing show coming up on October the 9th from 5 until 7. Paul Condry and I are looking forward to spending time with you and the staff on that day. I cannot believe it's going to be that uh, that soon. Hey, it is right around the corner. I know you guys are tuning up right now and studying the studying the brackets every week of who plays who, and you're looking at who's in what class. Uh-huh what potential matchups are going to be, and you and Paul continue to work on that. You do that throughout the entire season because, you know, and again, this is Indiana, and we certainly know our sport, and, and you and Paul do a phenomenal job of, of laying out what this state tournament is going to look like. And, you know, I think you're going to have a little tough time with it, Coach, because uh, as we've talked many times, <laughs> the parity is back. We have a lot of teams that can win this thing. Right. Thanks for listening to The Commissioner's Corner with IHSAA Commissioner Paul Neidig and Coach Bob Lovell. And thank you for your continued support of the high schools in your community. Investing in education-based athletics builds strong communities in a strong, successful Indiana. That's because when we support education-based athletics, we're not only supporting Hoosier student-athletes, we're championing the next generation of doctors, CEOs, and engineers, not to mention future teachers, first responders, and civil servants. I'm Brian Lewis. And I'm Chris Kaufman. We're both assistant commissioners of the Indiana High School Athletic Association. High school sports are the training ground for our future community leaders, impact makers, and world changers. When we invest in student-athletes, we're teaching them the importance of serving others selflessly. Leading them to become engaged, compassionate citizens who pay it forward and continue building a positive future for Indiana and beyond. Support the next generation of Hoosier Difference Makers by buying a ticket to your high school's athletic events. This is serving our community. This is strengthening our future. This is your IHSAA. Are you tired of coming up the driveway staring at a rusty, broken-down garage door? Does your front entry door need an upgrade? If so, call D.C. Garage Doors and Entry in Plymouth. They sell, install, and service doors all over northern Indiana. Whether it's residential, commercial, business, or industrial, the professionals at D.C. Garage Doors offer quality workmanship and have become the largest overhead door company in the area. D.C. Garage Doors and Entry is the right choice for all your door needs. Culligan Soft Water Sales and Service. Since Culligan dealers operate independently, offers and participation may vary. Stop by Culligan Soft Water at 326 East Jefferson Street in Plymouth or call 936-3556. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 till 5 and Saturday 8 till noon. Culligan, better water, pure and simple. Not only is he an internationally known radio star on WTCA, Uncle Doug also gives the best haircut in town. If you want to take advantage of that amazing skill, you can visit Uncle Doug's Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 5, Wednesday 1 to 5, and Saturday 8 to noon, right across the street from the fire department. Call for an appointment at 574-941-2282. Have your hair cut by a celebrity, Uncle Doug. We're back. Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Nate Nixon. I'm going to turn that down a little bit. That's loud, even for me. All right, I think our levels are ready. Halftime here at Plymouth High School, 28 to nothing. Rusty Nixon with Nathan Nixon. 
And uh, we're about ready to start the second half. The band out here tonight doing some of their show. Brian Ames knows how to put on a show. I know. Something's been what? It's been here for a really long time, and I don't think there's been a halftime show he's put on that's been dull. This is their. Uh, this is their uh, performance show. They take this around and uh, their competition show, I guess I should say. They take this around and. Uh, compete around the state and i think they should do pretty well i think we always do okay now anybody my age looking at this this is not our <laughs> bad. right now all the props i mean it, it's a show i mean it is literally a show I believe uh, my sophomore year, I can't remember what the show was, but it was some ballet they did an interpretation of, and they got second or third in the uh, competition to stay for it that year. I think that was the same year that they started the drum line. Yep. Oh, that show, the first time they did I haven't seen any of the other ones, but the first drum line show they did, and we're talking about this is in the winter. Yep. It's in the gym. You walk in there, and everybody was in a jet black jumpsuit. Everything was done, and there's just these flashes of light, and oh, it was just, it was a great show. Um, and that's exactly what they do. And uh, another cool thing, too, is I remember doing baseball workouts in the winter back in high school, and uh, Ames and a lot of the uh, students and other teachers that help out, they're out there cutting tarps open, coloring them, and doing all that stuff to get their shows ready for the next summer. So it takes a lot of effort to be in that band. Take, give them all props. Well, we saw a first half, but let's, answer, let's ask our question here. She's got a text. Tempo offense is the key. I, you know, can you explain something to me? I've asked, I've asked the coaching staff this, and they give me one answer. Why does tempo always work? Why does that always seem it's, uh, to get you going? It works when you have a when you have a quarterback that can read. The more of a Floyd general type of quarterback, because no, when you, yeah, yeah. When you when you like like when we were doing that first drive, we had that empty set. We were running quick. Offense. We had two three plays called at a time. It doesn't give the defense time to one catch their breath. Doesn't give them time to to change their defense around to stop the run as you're running in or pass it. Whatever they started in is probably what they're stuck in. And three, you can catch them in a shift and make a big play out of it. So up tempo is a, it's good for those teams that I, I wouldn't call them garbage yards, but it gets you four or five more yards per play if you're if, if you try to run it fast. And let's run down. Some of these players, sophomore quarterback, Xander Ramirez, sophomore running back, Michael Gibbons, or Kyle Bush, either one, you can take your pick on the sophomore. Aiden Blaylock, starting at wide receiver, sophomore. Aiden Van Dusen, sophomore, started at wide receiver. Max Lewandowski, he's the veteran in the group. He's the old man. He's the one they got to bring out in the wheelchair every night. He's a junior. Uh, Caden Millizer, a sophomore. Let's take a look at our offensive line. You've got a junior, Tanner Galt. You've got a junior, Cooper Grolick. You have a senior, Thad Pletcher. He's the, I mean, he is the cement in the middle of that line. You've got a sophomore, Caden Hooley, who's in for C.J. DeLee, who is out for the season with an injury, who is, once again, a sophomore, doing great things out there. Kyle Umbaugh is your junior. So 
and then he's at the other tackle spot. They're running tempo. When you're a sophomore, you played on a really good football team. Really good football really team. Really good is an understatement. Could you yeah. run, could you <laughs> could you run tempo as a sophomore? Yeah, we did kind of. I wasn't a sophomore. I was the only sophomore on that offense, so we could do whatever we wanted to. All I had to do is just make sure the guy in front of me didn't make a tackle. Because all we did was run the ball. But right. uh, defensively, we that was probably the best defense we had. We had five, six sophomores. So I guess it just depends on the physicality and who you're playing with because we had Koss and Bacon and Schuler. All those guys were – they could have played varsity as freshmen, I think, or at least gotten reps as freshmen. So it was just a different era. We had we had a lot more older guys, I guess. A lot more depth. Yes. A lot more experience. Yep. Because you guys played all the way through. I mean, you guys were together for years. Yep. And so once again, workouts, that's the key. Summer workouts since we were in seventh grade together. I mean, yeah. we had the same teams since we were kids. And then COVID breaks these kids the whole season for them. Yeah. And, I mean, and, uh, even if they get they test for COVID now, and like if they get it, like they're out. They're out. So it's it's just a, it's a troubling time for all sports, not just football. Yeah, and that kid, you know, who's going to do anything about that? It's a global pandemic. You just deal with it. But we're about ready to start the second half. Both teams are out getting loose. What do you, what do you want to see? I mean, they're they're. Whether you're getting beat or winning, or no matter what, there's a list of things you want to see as the head coach. You've, been able, you've shown you can run tempo against a great defense. You've shown that you can move the football on a great defense. What you haven't shown is that you can stop a great offense. And that's what, if it's me, that's what I'm looking at this half. How does my defense respond to being down 28 to nothing? Do they just say, ah, let's let the clock start running? Or do they say, we're going to stop them every time they have the ball? Yeah. That's, that's the a, defense has to, it's a pride thing with your yep, defense. Exactly. Yep. And I, honestly, I'd like to see us pass ball. I want to see different passing schemes than we have, something we haven't seen all year. I mean, we're doing these naked boots every play and the, these quick little drag routes or quick little out routes. I want to see him try something deep, even if it's not there. I mean, we're down 28. I want to see some positive yards, some big plays. Not sure how big a play Xander's capable of right now. Fifteen not yards. Just, Fifteen yards is a big play for this offense. Not just as a as seeing it, but I mean, I don't know. He's got enough arm to do much more oh, than thirty just, or forty. I, I, want right see, I want him to see one guy one on one and just throw a fade one time. I just want to see him say, I, I, "I'm going to try it. I'm going to see if I, we can get this." Got to take chances at quarterback when your team's not getting open. What are you going to say? You're down twenty-eight to nothing. What do you got to lose? Big Ben was the king at it. I mean, he no, threw, what, six, six interceptions a game, and he'd end up winning the game. So, I mean, it's definitely possible. Yeah, but you're not a baby up there. Let's 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 put it this way. He's playing for the Steelers. They were, they were not bad. Not a lot of the Steelers are bad. <laughs> so, Northwood will kick it off to start the second half. Let's see what happens. As everybody's lined up and ready to go, once again, Michael Gibbons, he is actually in straight clothes on the sideline, so he definitely will not be playing tonight with a shoulder injury. Kickoff goes, and, okay, what the heck was that? I don't know, but he has he it up in the end zone. Breaks a tackle. He's all the way out to the 34. Good ball. The white hat was standing in front of him the whole time he was trying to catch the ball. <laughs> he had to push him out of the way. 
<laughs> yeah, he's supposed to be standing in the end zone behind that pass. <laughs> yeah. uh, standing right in front of Michael as he's trying to catch that football. That's a mental lapse. He literally had to move him physically. Mental lapse by the referee, but... Maybe we ought to see if he'll do that every time because it was a huge return. It's out to the 29. Actually, that was, the, yeah, that was a 29-yard return. He got it the one. I forgot my question. Oh, man. I got to give away this. People are going to bills. Brush it forward. He'll get a couple. They're going to mark him at about the 32. So gain of two on the running play. Talk continues to flow between the two teams. He's second and eight. I want to know if anybody remembers the score at the end of the first quarter. So if you were listening to this game and you remember the score at the end of the first quarter, you need to text me that score, 574-3067. That's 574-3067-574. Ball gets loose. It was a free play in the middle. Five seven four three zero seven six six four seven. I'm trying to do too much here. Five seven four three zero seven six six four seven. What was the score at the end of the first half? You're the first one to tell me. You win this coupon. Actually, it's a gift certificate for fifteen bucks from Pizza Bills. You can use it for everyone. Candy. Candy's good. Sandwiches. Anything. So, five seven four three zero seven six six four seven. If you're the first one to tell me what the halftime score was, you will win it. Twenty eight to nothing is not right. I think we have a winner. Snap comes to Ramirez, back to throw, throws it in the flat. Oh, Max, catch it! Oh, he threw it, and this is the thing that they've got to get to. Ramirez threw that as Lewandowski was finishing his route, and Max turned around and it was right on him, but he's got to learn that ball's going to be there. So a little bit open, Xander put it to him, but couldn't handle it. So now it's fourth and long, and Plymouth will have to punt on their first possession. Not sure that would have got a first down anyway. It would have been about five yards short. So Payne is deep for Northwood, and Garrett will kick it away. Snap is right on. Kick is a low-line drive. Going to bounce at the 40, take a big hop. Payne will pick it up, brings it back to the 40 at the 50. Run out of bounds there, and a flag comes in. In the area, it's usually blocking the back, but we'll see what it is here. They're going to put that flag at the 50. I think I saw a hold, but we'll see. Okay. I need to. I am sick of this. Can we take that? Yeah, those chairs with the. <sighs> drop straight down if you hit the button, and I keep hitting the button for some reason and end up below the table. That's a funny thing. If you'd see it in person, and I just did it. I can't it. describe it to you adequately. It is a funny thing. <sighs> Not for me though. Twenty-eight nothing. Ten fifty-seven to play in the third. Football be at the forty as the penalty comes and moves it back. Let's see what Northwood does with their first uh, first drive out of the half here. And you've got their first guys on the field, and well, not all of them, but most of them, because you've got to get them another rep through. Handoff goes to the left side. It's going to be close to first down. Pick up about eight. Was, 
believe Yoder was Yoder on that carry. He'll pick up eight, second and two. They're moving tempo now. Snap. Hand off to Yoder. He'll move to the left side. Has the first down. Breaks two tackles. Finally stacked up by three or four guys. He'll pick up five yards, but that's plenty for the first down. And they're going to mark him down with his forward progress to 45. So it's first down for Northwood at 10:22, and the clock moving here in the third period. The thing about their up-tempo offense here is they're spreading the ball with it. They're not just handing it to the same person or running the same play. That Every person's touching the ball on this offense. Well, it's funny to me they're running the ball out of yeah. tempo. Snap. Hand off once again. Yoder on that left side. They have gone over that left side every time in this half, and he'll pick up 20. Brought down on that sideline by Blaylock. He's got three offensive linemen lead blocking for him, 18 yards downfield. That's incredible. That makes – that's why. Um, okay, we do have a winner, but I have to find out who it is. I just asked them what their name is on the text, so we'll see. Raider, snap, handoff, Yoder. Now he goes to the right side. And once again, it's the same kind of scheme, the zone blocking scheme. Yoder needs to read it out there on that right side, and he got tackled for a loss. Not sure who number 72 is, but uh, he definitely ate that play up, got a yard in, just sat there and waited, and no one could stop him. Hey, Staley, that tackle on the left side on that front line. Back out, Raider, ready to go. Snap, looks to throw, pumps, throws into the end zone, and it's just... That double move, could, that was like textbook. Plymouth defender out there, Trey O'Leary, bit on the pump fake, and Payne was all alone in the end zone for six. 34 to nothing now, 9-12 to play in the third. And Raider will put it down for Dominic DeFreitas. Raider ready, snap, ball down, kick up, and it is good. And it is 35 to nothing. Northwood, they have scored on every possession but one. We're going to take a break. We come back. Plymouth will have the ball back. It is 35 to nothing, Northwood. Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialist Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured. Equal housing lender. Back, Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Nate Nixon. I just got corrected. Thank you for that. Unfortunately, (laughs) it is Grant Brooks, not Garrett. Sorry about that. Uh, don't know where that came from. Now, last week, who was I? I was calling Caden Millizer Blake all night long. But I know Blake Millizer I've known for years. So I have an excuse for that one. Kick is away. 
It's a low line drive, and uh, it looks like Sheely will pick that up on the right side. He's going to come all the way back to the left, and he's got one man there who's going to make a really good tackle. He could have made number 22 out there. That is Michael Anderson. If he could have made him miss, he would have had a lot more room, but. You know, Sheely can return. He can uh, He can flat out That's some of the best returns we've had all year. I mean, we're starting right at the 28, 27, almost every possession. That's so football yards. Football to 28, first and 10. Plymouth will have it back. Really want to score here. I mean, get something on the board. 35 to nothing to score, 831 to play. Our winner has not told me who they are yet, so we may have to give this to somebody else. Snap, run up the middle. Nice hole. It'll pick up three or four. We'll take that on every play. Plymouth running tempo again. Ramirez has him back. Bush, the running back, to his right. Snap. Pick up that blitz. Good throw. Nice play. Lewandowski with a big catch and step out. Going to be close. Depends on where they mark it. Carter Bush picked up that outside linebacker and gave Ramirez a chance to throw there. He would have been dumped on the backside there if he didn't step up and make that block. Tempo again, third and two. And Ramirez will just take it. And he'll be all the way out to the 40. Lewandowski ran that core, that same curl route that Ramirez threw it to him before he got out of his break, and he made the catch that time. So that set up that first down. That's first and 10, ball at the 40. Snap, handoff to Bush. He'll take it over the right side. Not much there. He'll pick up two. Oh, it's two and a half. Give him, give him the extra half yard. Dad. Okay, I'll give him the extra half. I want to say hello to Mackenzie Umbon. Umbon Nathan in the house again tonight. There it is. Quick flip out to Blaylock on that flat. That's going to be there. They're not going to come up and guard those guys like that. That's a good job out of a little man to stay in bounds and try to get extra yards, too. He could have ran out of bounds and not got hit, but he got hit by three guys and got three more yards. I like that. Aiden Boylock is a sophomore. He's 5'10 five five and one Oh, he crossed the neutral zone and they didn't throw a flag. Wow. Well, got a break there. That's a break. Northwood came across on the tempo. That's a Wow. Boylock gets it. Wow. That was a great catch. I don't know how he concentrated long enough to catch it. That was covered well. That should have been a pick. I thought it was picked off. I thought for sure that was a pick six. Ramirez fitted in there. Big game. First and ten. Snap. Fake handoff to Bush. Ramirez makes a miss. He hangs over another one. He'll be down about the 28. What did I say at the beginning of the half? I want to see Ramirez try to make those throws, and he did. He got a big play, 20 yards. We need to see that more often, I think. He found a window. I don't know how he got it in there. That's been him from day one. I don't know how... He'll fit balls into places where I'm like, why did you throw that? And then it ends up a big run, big game. Trips now to the right. A lot of moving around. Bush will go behind the quarterback. Kind of the, I call that the pistol. Lewandowski's still a wide man to the left. Oh, he went went the wrong way. Yep. So Ramirez is out there with 11 guys. He got back to the line of scrimmage. Somehow, some way, Bush went to the right. He was looking for him in the left. 
Yeah, I think that was uh, designed more of a more of a counter or a trap play. Uh, opened up right, but handed it off on the right side. So I think I think uh, Carter Bush just went to the wrong side completely there. You could tell Ramirez just kind of whiffed on the handle. Yeah, Bush Carter... goes by and pats him and says, "Hey, I won't do it again." Yep. So Ramirez ready to go. Bush to his right. Nice pickup. Quick pass. Lewandowski hit very hard. Hangs on to the football. They're going to have to worry about Carter Bush's safety here because he's picked up two blitzing linebackers, and he is a linebacker, so he's getting hit a lot. He is getting hit on every single play. That's why a linebacker and then a running backer. Just, and now he's he's basically he's playing fullback on that quarterback draw. So and he just led that hole, and the Reels will have a nice pickup of about seven. That's just a regular. They snap it to the quarterback, he runs. That's all there is to it. Now we're going to have a North Street timeout. Yeah, they do not like the fact we yeah. just got a 30-yard drive there. And may Andrews see something he wants to shore up, yep. and that's what a good coach does because he knows this isn't about tonight. This is about two weeks from now or three weeks from now. He's probably going to put another down lineman in. And you can tell everybody on that defense over there huddled around him, and they are listening. Plymouth has their offense down here. Adam Hanley working through, patting guys on the head, giving them the play. Still in this game if they score this touchdown well, you and are, stop them. You are right. You're still going to have to score a lot. Got to get a lot of stops and score quicker. But, you know, I mean, it's not like it's 60. It's only 35. Okay, I think my winner is Darren. Okay, Darren, you're the winner. 21 to nothing is the answer. I said, what was the score at the end of the first quarter? Darren knew it. 21 to nothing. Uh, we've got a $15 gift certificate to Pizza Bills waiting for you at the studio. All you got to do is come pick it up. So thanks for listening and uh, enjoy your Pizza Bills. 420 to play in the third, 35 to nothing. Plymouth driving. Yep. Fake handoff to Bush. Nice. In the middle. Nice play by Ramirez. Nice job by the receiver to get open. It's Van Dusen. He's down at the 10. Fake that handoff, pulled it out of there, instant throw, no one is going to be there. Ramirez is getting good at throwing to a spot his receiver is supposed to be. This could be Plymouth's future game plan, <laughs> I mean, for the rest of the year. This Straight ahead, another decent game. Two or three yards inside the 10. It'll be second and goal. Nothing fancy about this drive at all. Just quick slants, quick outs, and quarterback draws right at the middle. And he had Northwood offside again, didn't get the call. Not as bad as the first time. Let's yeah, put it that time way. Was... First time was absolutely clear, but <laughs> come on. it's Anyway. Exactly. You don't want to stop spot. Snap. Ramirez back to throw. Guys all over him. That was just a good defensive play. Whoever that end is on that side just shed his blocker and came and made that play. 71. Where is my program? Right here. Max Parshek. I mean, they have the coolest last names. <laughs> 76 guy, Aiden Bujowski. That's a great last name. Yeah, it is. Nixon's a good last name, yeah, too. kind of lame, I think. All right. Three minutes to play in the third period. Rusty Nixon, Nathan Nixon. We are at Bullet High School. 35 to nothing. Snap comes to Ramirez. Pick yeah, out. Bro, that's, a pick six. that's a pick six. Van Dusen was open for just a second, and the man just uh, uh, 
corner over there just baited him into yeah, throwing it and just waited and jumped the route, and that's six. I think it's so I think it believes that scat linebacker caught that, but we're gonna have a flag. Uh, I'm trying to see his It's a big boy out there, but he just dropped. He just dropped and waited. Yeah, there's gonna be a flag. I think somebody hit Ramirez uh, around the 40, 40 yard line. There's a flag at the forty. That was a pick six that came all the way back. Clock yep. continues to run. It'll be Northwood ball about the fifty. Um, let me take a quick look. I can probably tell you who that was. It looked like 13 from here, but those great uniforms you like so much, you don't see very well. I, I saw it just fine. I thought it was 19. Well, for your information, it was 13. 13, 19. Ben Ferruso, and he is having a nice night. But that, okay, that was a pick six. It'll come back because of the penalty, but it's one of those things. Sophomore quarterback. And Deuce was open when he threw the ball. And, and, I mean, it's it's not only that. Got to to jump it. Wrong read. That uh, that inside route was uh, not covered because that guy came in. So I mean that up that, that but that's what you get out of that sophomore quarterback. You get that first read. You see him open. He's got to throw it there. And uh, and as he gets older, he's going to say oh, he's going to pump hey, that yeah. go to the second guy just exactly. like we've been seeing out of Northwoods quarterback. Exactly. That's why you're really. Not too upset here, because you see something that are really going to change as they grow older. Line can't tackle and big ten yard run right straight up the middle by Wes Yoder. That's been a problem all year long. Teams have gashed us directly up the middle. Got to learn to stop the run. You big pass plays and end up winning a game. You can't give up big run plays. 40 seconds left in the third quarter. Raider ready to go. Nobody else ready to go. Snap finally. Yoder off that left. They love that left side for the running he's game. Gone. And he's in for six. Just made everybody miss that was he close did. enough to miss. And five the I don't know how they do that. 35 yard run by Yoder will put. Six more on the board, 31 now to nothing. Ten seconds left in the third quarter. So Raider ready to put it down, and we're going to have just the point after here that will end the quarter. All right, any day. Everybody bent over, waiting for the officials. Now they get it off. Kick is up and good. So we have played three full quarters. It is 41 to nothing. Plymouth Trails at Northwood having their way here tonight. Uh, Take a break. We'll be right back. Here at Oliver Ford Lincoln, we're always cheering for our Plymouth Rockies. Whether it's football, soccer, or wrestling, we're the Rockies. And you'll applaud our service, too. Let the award-winning service team here at Oliver Ford Lincoln solve your problems and save you time. Check out our walk-in oil change service. Just drive up and say, change your oil, please. It's a time saver. And do-it-yourselfers will love our parts department. Rusty Nixon, Nathan Nixon, we're at Plymouth High School. It's 42 to nothing. Northwood, you knew this was going to be a struggle. It has been. But you come away from every week saying the offense moves the ball. 
you got some pieces missing. You got to coach them up, get some experience. The thing I love seeing, though, too, is like Sheely on his returns and on defense and on the, the times they've been able to get him the ball. Alan Pereira flying around. You talk about undersized. You're talking about a linebacker playing with all these guys. He is a senior at 5'7", 150. He's playing outside linebacker. And he is – you don't want to meet him in a dark alley. You know, you've got guys that are – even the seniors are saying, look, we may not be a part of what's going to happen here in the next few years, but we're going to do everything we can yep. to, to help you and to get through the season and do what we can do. And you got to commend that too. Kick is deep, and it'll go out of the end zone. And evidently, uh, Sheila got through the uh, referee because he was on the other side of the end zone at that point. So it goes out of the back. See, the kicker is the one that's at fault for that. If he just kicked it out of the back like he does all the rest of the game, he wouldn't have that problem. Yeah, the wind's blowing that way, though. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so we start the fourth quarter, 11:50 with a call running. Carter Bush is upset. He's not out, not out there right now. No, I'm sure he. Carter's that guy though. He's he is a fire. This game. And like I said, those four or five passing plays where Ramirez got the ball off and had time, and he picked up those blocks to make that make it possible. I've got to be honest with you too. And they're going to go with. Uh, I can't see that. I think that's that's not Hollum, is it? 25. That's what it looks like to me. Yep, 25. Dayton Bird will get the – Ramirez will keep it, but it looks like Dayton Bird is who they put in as running back. We have not seen him all year. So Bird out there at halfback, he is a small guy too. He's not real big. Talking about a senior, 5'9", 175. And once again, out on the field for the first time this year, senior. Given what he's got, Carter Bush is that guy, though. He's kind of the emotional leader on that defense, especially. Get about four more guys like that. You'll, uh, well, you got Blake Mackey's kind of, he's, he's fiery. You got a bunch of guys that, you know, you're in situations where you really can't show that because mm-hmm. you don't have a lot to be jumping up and down about, pumping people up about. But pass is incomplete. It'll go to third down now at eight. Football is at the 23. I have a feeling that Northwood just got angry after that last drive. (laughs) Yeah. Because they are not allowing anything right now. It's funny. They'll get angry because they don't don't like the drive, but it had a pick six at the end of it. So figure that one out. Back to throw. Ramirez doesn't have a chance. He's got five guys all over him. They sent the house, and they got there quickly. So a big loss all the way back to the 12, and it'll be fourth down and long. So Garrett will come on. It's got to be frustrating as a coach to, to have that happen on third down. He had that play open. It's just no time. I mean, they blitzed about, what, six people there? and Yeah. He's got right enough guys to get him. So Justin Garrett will be back. Kick is it's a little short. Going to hit the ground, oh, bounce no. back. Well, that was not a good one. Hits the, ball, hits the ground about the 34, bounces back to the 27. So it'll be really good field position for Northwood. Punt that netted nine total yards right there, I believe. 
It's one of the few he hasn't hit well. That was the one thing watching him was kind of fun. He kicks it way up in the air. It's not terribly long, but 35, 40 yards that high. There's going to be no return on that. Honestly, the punt team and the kickoff covery team have been bright spots as well. But you got to get good at kickoff covery <laughs> or kickoff return. And some subs in here for Northwood. We'll set those. It doesn't make any difference. Wes Yoder takes it straight up the middle for six. Nobody even touched him. So one play, one score. I believe that was Keegan Stats. 25. Yep, you're right. Keegan Stats just takes it straight up the middle for six. some stats. There wasn't anybody within three or four yards of him. They just cleaned that thing completely out. He ran through the middle like a out-of-control train. Nobody touched him. 48 to nothing. 7.55 to play. Another kicker on the line. It's going to be Lambert Again, a bad snap. And... Yeah, I think Barrera had a little bit extra because <laughs> that was a backup quarterback. Miller had that. He's a junior. He was a guy that played one play and handed it for a touchdown there. So, but he was also the holder on the extra point, and uh, he kind of grabbed Barrera's helmet, trying to shove him away. <laughs> he didn't like it very much. So, so that was. Uh, Interesting, as Alan made it known, that maybe you don't want to put your hand in my helmet anymore. Uh, 7.17 clock continues to run as uh, Northwood is up 48 to nothing. Got their coaches next to us already packing up. That's, uh... They will kick off. Well, you're probably going <laughs> to. I'm kind of surprised you didn't see the JV team before now. Yeah, me too. I got a feeling that that was designed for a message to his players. Nate never does anything without a reason. There's <laughs> a reason for everything he does. 48 to nothing, 645 and counting. And Northwood will kick it off. Mackey and Sheely back to receive. It's going to go to Sheely again. Nobody's going to kick it to Mackey since he ran that one back a couple of weeks ago. Nobody's kicking him the ball. It'll be a touchback, and Plymouth will have it at the 20. JV offense? For us, no. You got to leave your guys out there. You got to. You can't take them out. You got to let them continue to. You know what I mean? You can't take reps away from guys that need reps. At least that's my thinking. Well, I know, but if, if we're going to do that, why isn't Carter Bush it? Well, because you kind of don't want your middle linebacker playing. <laughs> Harmon did it. He can do it. Harmon did it. Yeah. You're right. He did. For like. Three or four weeks, I think, and he stopped. But still, I think Sam did it as well. Bunch to the left. Snap. Yeah, Sam Stevens did do it. A little bit behind Noiser. If he'd been able to get that throw in front on that slant, he might have had a big game. But Ramirez not able to get it on the front shoulder. He gets it on the back, and so it's incomplete. As Milizer came over the middle open, but just couldn't make the connection. 5.30 and counting. We're in the fourth, second and ten. Ramirez has him out of the huddle. 
You know, if I'm on the Plymouth sideline right now, all I'm thinking about is I want six. I want to score. I have to score in this football game. Snap. Ramirez looking to that bunch set. Has Melizer. He'll make a man miss. Come back to the middle. He'll be drugged down around the hash marks at the 28. Right hash. So it'll be third and two. Pickup of seven on the play third three. Sorry, John, it's third and two. That's what I'm calling it. It is two, though. That's what I'm thinking, too, but I won't, I won't tell him that. <laughs> Ramirez ready. Designed run again. He's just, he is just so you good might, at reading this. Have your best bet to put him at running back. I, well, you can run this offense that way. He's the running back. You snap it directly to him. He either hands it off or runs it. I mean, that's why this offense is designed that way. You can do all kinds of things out of it. He's been doing a great job just taking what he gets. I know. And I love that. That's why they like him, because he doesn't try to do more than he can do. Hand off up the middle, breaking free. His bird, and he'll pick up a big game of 14. Jaden Bird, senior on the field for the first time this year, picks up a nice game. First and ten. If he does that again, we might have just found a hidden gem. You may have just found your guy to give your uh, linebacker some time off while Gibbons is hurt. So Bird will go to the right side where Ramirez is now. Trips to the left in that bunch Picks set. Picks up a block. He'll run to the right side. I like this, too. There was nothing there, so he just comes out, tries to get something. He'll get – Yeah, they're going to give him a loss. They're going to mark him at the 44. Lost to one, but given the way they were covering guys out there, it was going to be a much bigger loss than that if he didn't just tuck it and run. That's the other thing he does. He doesn't try to fool. Well, although some of the things he's hit tonight, I I don't think that he's forcing him though. He's pushing him. No, he's throwing it a little early, and it's not. He's not leading receivers, so it's uh, closer than what it is. But th- those balls are good balls. Throw out here in the flat. Caden Millizer is at the fifty, all alone, and can't hold it. Hit him right in the hands. Nobody around him. Just dropped it. Third and eleven. Leaf liquor. I want to try it. Why? Because it's a fun play. Yeah, it's a fun play, but you're trying to teach your guys things and game situations. Yeah, you're, you're you going to run them, them that the flea flicker is the greatest play in football. Third and 11, snap to Ramirez. He's back looking to throw. He's, He's got to make He's out there on the sideline. He hit him in the hands, but he just couldn't hold it. Way out at the 37, it'll be 4th and 11, but once again, Ramirez is hitting people, in the, and like I said before, I can't believe some of the windows he tries to throw into, I didn't, and he's been successful with it. Double wides of both sides, men in the slots, Blaylock on the right. Deucing to the left, roll to the right, looking for Melizer. He'll catch this no. one. No! Steps out of bounds. Nobody around him again. Steps out of bounds on fourth down. Turnover on downs. Mistake. It'll go back to Northwood. He had he had two yards to get. He had one yard to get. Well, they marked him. 
stepped out of bounds before getting to the first down. So there's another thing. Game within the game, you got to mentally know what you're going to do with the ball when you get it. First and 10, minute and 11 in this one. I mean, it's not going to make any difference in the outcome, no, but, but on the sideline, you got to bring him over. Say, dude, yep. know where you're at in space. And honestly, they'll do that, and he won't do it again. That's the yeah. thing about these these guys, too, is that you're watching them. <laughs> they learn from the They rest. learn from what? I mean, I'm sure they're informed of it. I know your brother informs them. I'm watching Adam Hanley. Down, they're coaching everybody down here, everybody doing it. They'll just knee it to let the clock out, yep. run out here. Exactly what it's going to do. That's probably going to end it. First and 10 Northwood at the 45, and they'll just knee it the rest of the way out. I think they got to do yeah, it. I don't think no, they don't have to do it again. It's a running clock. So. Yep. This one's over. So, once again, you've got things that make you feel good, but you got a lot of other things, more things that make you feel bad, which is 48 of them. <laughs> Our final, 48 to nothing. Northwood with the win, and Plymouth will be on the road next week. We'll go into that in just a moment, but uh, our final here tonight is Northwood 48, Plymouth nothing. We will be back after this. The Floor Store More in downtown Plymouth offers the area's largest selection of floor covering as well as 35 years of experience. Whatever type of floor covering you are looking for, make sure to stop in and see Rocky at the Floor Store More at 116 North Michigan Street in downtown Plymouth, giving you professional and courteous service. Are you tired of coming up the driveway staring at a rusty, broken-down garage door? Does your front entry door need an upgrade? If so, call D.C. Garage Doors and Entry in Plymouth. They sell, install, and service doors all over northern Indiana. Whether it's residential, commercial, business, or industrial, the professionals at D.C. Garage Doors offer quality workmanship and have become the largest overhead door company in the area. D.C. Garage Doors and Entry is the right choice for all your door needs. Culligan Softwater Sales and Service. Since Culligan dealers operate independently, offers and participation may vary. Stop by Culligan Softwater at 326 East Jefferson Street in Plymouth or call 936-3556. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 till 5 and Saturday 8 till noon. Culligan, better water, pure and simple. Bowen Printing is a local hometown business established in 1943. The staff is there to help you realize your vision, be it professional or personal. Need a small order of wedding or graduation invitations but hate that extra cost? Well, Bowen Printing specializes in beating the big printers and internet prices. From banners and signs to envelopes, promotional items, local school t-shirts and apparel, Bowen Printing, downtown Plymouth, will surprise you. Give them a call, 574-936-3924. Today is a great time to look at the track you've had your eye on. So stop in at MasterTech in Plymouth to look over and test drive one of the new Montana tractors. With a three-year warranty, Montana tractors are built for a rugged, reliable performance. Pound for pound, they're today's best buy in utility and compact tractors. Plus, you can match your tractor to a wide range of American-made Montana implements. See MasterTech in Plymouth and check out the model that's right for you. know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, 
people and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Nathan Nixon, and we've just watched Plymouth fall to uh, Northwood by a final 48 to nothing, and all the Northwood players out there in uh, tradition, they're standing in front of the fans, and it's their post-game thing. A lot of teams do that. A lot of teams have the uh, parents come out on the field at the end of the game, too, so. Plymouth down in their end zone, having a talk with Adam Hanley, and I know that, you know, you're looking at it, there's some frustration on the coaching staff because you're seeing so many good things, and then at the end of the execution, there's just one tiny little thing that ends it. And it's it's frustrating to watch because you know they understand what you're telling them. They just aren't able to do it right now. Yep. And that's uh, where experience goes a long way, especially in the game of football. You're exactly I mean, right. You can be in the right spot nine times out of ten and not make that play. I think that's in any sport, though, Nate. I mean, talk, tell me about this. I don't know about you, but whenever I was across a line or across the floor from a guy who was a senior when I was a freshman and sophomore, he was going to beat me even if I was as good or better than he was because he'd seen it all. Yeah. Um, depending on what sport or position, that's uh, that's – more the case than other things, you know. Brent Corbett joins us. Tough one because you saw so many good things. We did. That is a very, very talented team. Uh, <laughs> yes, they are. You know, before, before the game. An understatement of the year. You know, it's so frustrating. <laughs> I feel like a broken record because it's I like know. every week I come up here. I mean, it's 48 nothing. We're getting better. Like, <laughs> But and, we, and we did. And, you know, I I said all week, you know, this this Northwood team, I feel, is better than their 2016 state team just because they have so many weapons. And they didn't even and, – and one of their better players didn't even play tonight. I know. And the lone kid, he just has another dimension of he can throw the ball too. And they just attack you in so many ways that – Watching them tonight, not having seen them yet, obviously, but I've seen – I've seen every Northwood team for the last, what, 20 years, 30 yeah. years? I agree with you. They do look a lot better they, than the, they're team, just, the last team they had in the state championship, and that's saying something. And it, I mean, their coaches, you know, talking beforehand, they feel like, you know, up front they're a little weaker, but you got that, when you got that much talent, you know, and defensively they're just – they're so athletic. Every kid can run on their defense. They're long up front. and it, it, there's, It's a typical Northwood defense of they're aggressive – they bring a lot of guys, um, but, you know, defensively, I was very happy with our effort. Um, for the first time all year, you know, late in the second half, second quarter, we, we stop them on a sudden change. You know, right. we get a pick, don't let them score. It's one of our goals that we have. So I was pleased with that. You know, they score 21 in the first. We only allow one in the second. So we're improving, and, and that's, that's one thing that I'm really proud that our kids aren't quitting. And even Northwood right. before the game goes, you look at your sideline. Your kids aren't quitting. They're still in the game. So 
that that was encouraging and so that's the bottom line though it is is and that's where your job becomes hard because you've got to keep them engaged and when you're you're telling them if you do this you'll have success pointing out to them that they did all of it except one tiny little thing at the end that's why they didn't have well you told me i've had success there and you know it, it's a hard sell sometimes it, it, it is and especially you know when, when you look they look at the scores. Oh, man. Yeah. Keep your head up, guys. We, we've done some good things. That, you know, a couple times we let, you know, a big play, and it's like, well, here's why. Like, we we didn't hustle here. We, we were a little lackadaisical here. So it, why were you here instead of here? Yeah, and, and you know, we keep telling them, you know, we've seen, you know, we've seen Goshen film. We've seen Ridge film now. We've seen Concord film. We, we honestly, I think, can win our last three games. If we play the capability that we can. I'm not going to disagree with you because, you know, basically if your defense grows up fast enough, yeah. your offense has shown they can move the ball. But, I mean, you know, we were talking about it tonight. You're looking at this lineup and on offense. They're running tempo. They're yep. doing all kinds of things an offense, a real offense does. Yeah. And look down the lineup. Sophomore, 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 sophomore. Sophomore, junior, junior, senior, sophomore, junior. Yeah. I mean, we're and talking about everybody on the field other than Thad Fletcher is going to be back next year. And that's the thing. Yeah, we replaced one guy on offense and three, well, you three, got, you got four guys on defense. Yeah. We have to replace four on defense. So Barrera and Sheely and Barrera, Sheely, Garrett, and O'Leary. Yeah. So, yeah, we we have. You look into the future, we look very bright, and we have a very talented freshman class. And, and that's why I'm saying if Rocky fans can just be patient with us, it, we are getting better. We got a strength coach. He does a great job. Our kids are buying in. We're getting more athletic. We're getting stronger. We we are close to being back to competitive and being in ball games. I really hope tonight, and if anybody's listening on the way home, thank you for coming. It was a great crowd tonight. It was. A lot of people here. And, and that's the one thing, you know, I will say that in the past, when we're on five, we don't have a lot of people here, but homecoming was a great crowd. I, I've been very pleased with our crowd. We've been in it. Um, and I hope the crowd understands the difference they make. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. As a player, when I was a player, when it was sectional sectional night, sectional final night over at Bill Nixon Field, man, there was no place in the world I wanted to be. People everywhere, lights. Friday night tonight, you got to stand really as full as I've seen it in a while. Yeah. They and bring in energy. Yeah, it, it's an energy that just energy. transfers into the kit. You yep. know, you, you make a big play, you make a big stop, and you hear the roar. Of the, it's like, and your job is to yell at them. Their job is to say, "Hey, that's okay. Get back in there." So you know that. I I I'm just urging people stay with it for a while. I yeah. mean, two years in or three years in, if you want to start doing the normal. Whatever it is you do out there, yeah. uh, we're we're close. It's okay, but we're we're. It's going to be a different year next year. I'm it not will. predicting the state it's championship a, yet, but it's going to be a different year next year. Yep, it will be. Um, but I mean we're we're getting better week by week. I will say, and that's all you want to do. Yep, is get better week by week. Yep. Dude, thanks for coming in. No problem. Cheers. Thank you guys. Oh, we are we shaking, shaking hands. hands. Shaking hands. COVID got me all screwed up. Man. Right. I had no idea what was going on. People, you don't know what to do. Go for the, the handshake, the fist pump. You can't figure it out anymore. No. Can't figure it out. How do you guys – did you coach him? I did. No, he didn't coach me. Yep. <laughs> my first my first senior class was Chase Peters. So 2011. Oh, I'm sorry about that. 
2011. And, and we're Jays. We're kidding. It, great athlete. I mean, you know, <laughs> and that's the thing is, coaches like you know, like Kevin, Bob. I mean, we've been around so long. Like right. we're just like, man, we thought you know four and six, we struggled that. Like it's, it's so amazing. Like when we look seen. back, it's like yeah, it's it's nothing you haven't seen. It, yeah, yeah, and so it's always funny when we tell the kids like, guys, look, look at the effort this team like. Yeah. Look at it like. I have two. T- I have Finn Holland, my TA, and so I put old film up of like, here. Oh, who's that? Oh, oh, Justin Drudge. That was a pretty good team. Like, we haven't even mentioned Finn Holland. Yeah, he's tearing up down low. Down he low is, Our, and that's what I'm saying. Our freshman class is very talented. There, we got big linemen. We got some athletic kids. Uh, Grady Mesker is doing a really good job yeah. at quarterback for not playing football since little league, like because he went to St. Michael's. But, but our freshman class is very talented. Um, you know, that's what I'm saying. Give us a couple years. Let those kids grow up. Get us our depth. And I think, you know, we'll be like a Northwood where we got some talented guys and people are scared of us. So. I, uh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm jumping in on your side. That's okay. I'll, I'll do what I can, that's but fine. I'm just this fat old guy nobody listens to anyway. That's all right. So thanks, man. Hey, Appreciate no problem, guys. Um, that's going to do it for us here. Nate, I, I don't know. Um, you got anything to add but what we saw tonight i think once again i mean you saw this team at east noble you said when did you you saw them again at uh warsaw warsaw what's your assessment (laughs) (laughs) we just got a gatorade container thank the cooler so i wonder if somebody left that is that what that was or is that somebody's up here you're missing a Gatorade cooler. We we got it up here. But anyway, um, what are you seeing as you see these guys? They're a lot more engaged in the game. Uh, the East Noble game, everybody's standing on the sidelines, arms crossed. And um, I think that, I think honestly, it was that freshman win last week uh, that put some fire under. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, we, me and you were at that game. We watched about all of it. Yeah. Right at the fourth well, quarter, the, the whole entire sophomore class and junior class come out and they watch the game. And as soon as they won, they're charging the field and they're getting yep. excited with that class. And a lot of times when you have when when you're a sophomore and you look and see a good freshman team like that and they're winning and they're doing stuff, you're like, oh, man, they're going to come and take my job. They weren't worried about that. They were happy that, oh, man, they're winning. Like, I'm happy for you. We're going to be a good team together next year. And that's what Corbett's saying is give them a year. Give them a year. There's going to be guys that will do their jobs. It's just that we don't have enough experience or enough people there right now to be able to compete. I was going to say that, just exactly that. that I never talked about it uh, because it was two weeks ago, and I kind of forgot about it But (laughs) because I'm old and I forget my own name most of the time. But that freshman win, you're right. The, the varsity players were on the field with those fre- – I don't rem- when I was a freshman playing basketball, there was never a basketball player there at my game. There's, I mean, that didn't happen. You had – how many – there's probably, what, 23, 25 guys at, out here? At least the whole sophomore class. Hearing on guys, yeah. the freshman class, they got a win, and when they were done, they were all on the field celebrating with yeah. them. And I, that says a lot to me. That says that your players – they want what's, to win. What's going on outside? They're shutting it out, and they're doing what you ask them to do. Yep. It's about us. It's about the guys in this locker room. And anything else that's going on out there, you got to tune it out. And you got to be together, and you got to – Exactly. Yeah. You can't win this without everybody being on board and engaged and winning it. So 
I guess I'm telling the fans, get on board. Be a part, be a part of the success and step in. Don't be a part of the. And don't jump on the bandwagon. Jump on, jump on it before yeah. it starts. Do it going. now. Yep. That's right. Because in two years, when you're wearing that jersey, you're going to think, ah, I was, I, before it was cool, I was, I was behind this team. So. Anyway, it's going to do it for us. Adam Hanley will join us tomorrow on uh, Coach's Corner. Starts at 8 o'clock right after the news. I'm not sure who he's going to bring with him, but he always brings a couple of players with him. So be tuned in for that. Uh, we have Thursday Night Lights, 7 o'clock on Thursdays. We talk to every coach in uh, Marshall County about their football games coming up on Friday night. Gives you a little bit of a preview and talks to them about their teams. And then, uh, once again, Friday, we'll be at Goshen Friday for another NLC contest. Goshen looking good as this season continues, so we'll see what happens when we go over there. Until then, thanks, Nate. No problem. The old pro. <laughs> the alchemist. <laughs> no, I'm not that. Elijah's, no, Elijah's the alchemist, and he's no, back at the studio. I'm the so. warlock. Yeah, back at the studio running the board. So thanks, Elijah. And uh, no boy, I hope you enjoyed uh, homecoming. That's all I can say. Have yourselves a great night. Have yourselves a great weekend. We'll talk to you again tomorrow morning. It's another Friday night of Plymouth football here on your home for Plymouth sports, WTCA. The Rockies get to return home again. They'll have the gift of facing one of the best teams in the conference, the Northwood Panthers. And start time is set for a 7 o'clock kickoff. Our pregame will start at 6.30. I'm Rusty Nixon. Join me and Joe McKee for all the play-by-play action. Friday night, Plymouth Northwood on your home for Plymouth sports, WTCA. gutters we drain the rain call 574-218-1865 that's 574-218-1865 yeah bill's gonna be just fine because he's gonna call atlas gutters because fall is ringing the doorbell and will leave behind leaves in your gutters that will cause heavy damage because wet leaves get heavy and atlas gutters install gutter guard to protect your home from damage that comes with the changing seasons Call Atlas Gutters today and get guarded. 574-218-1865. Atlas Gutters. We drain the rain. Bill. He's breathing. You okay? Kind of. You've been listening to Plymouth Rocky Football on your home for Plymouth Sports, WTCA. Brought to you by U.S. Granules, Bowman's Tin Shop, Master Tech, Marshall County REMC, Go Alliance Propane, the Pilot News, Hoffman Brothers, Uncle Doug, Oliver Ford Lincoln, McCullough Real Estate, The Floor Store and More, Rochester Orthopedics, Montgomery Well Drilling, and First Federal Savings Bank. The proceeding was a production of WTCA Sports.